The following is a fourth-hand production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Dear Wendy, I'm letting my bangs grow. After all, I want to look my absolute best when I go to court and see Paul. I want him to drool when he sees me. All eyes are now on accused killer Paul Bernardo in a downtown the jury will hear from Carla Homolka. In July 1995, Paul Bernardo went on trial in Toronto for the abduction, rape and murder of teenagers Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French. Videotapes said to depict chilling... The prosecution's star witness, his former wife, Carla Homolka, already in prison for her part in those crimes and in the death of her sister. It's all part of a deal she struck with the Crown in exchange for one thing her testimony against Paul Bernardo. Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. <laughs> I'm fucking Billy. Billy! <laughs> and I'm Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. <laughs> that was a good try. Yeah, it was a good try. That was a good try. All right, welcome, welcome, listeners, into this... Uh, oh, oh, you're oh, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for joining. <laughs> what, are you, <laughs> what are you trying to be, man? <laughs> Don't make me say it. Then it becomes racist once I acknowledge okay. what I did. All right, so we're uh, chilling out here. Uh, right now, I got some Upside IPA. It's on the up and up. Hazy, man. juicy, and tropical. <laughs> <laughs> it's juicy. Yep. And we're also watching Seven. I thought it was appropriate. If you've never seen Seven, it's got uh, you know that famous cuck in it. Um, the the famous cuck. <laughs> Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I'm Morgan Freeman. If you want to learn about penguins, uh, you could talk about penguins and penguins. I'd love to have a voice like that, man. Yeah, that guy's no. got a narrating voice of the yeah. gods. Yeah, he does. Yep, he raped his sister. <laughs> Morgan Freeman? No, I thought <laughs> no, he I, did not. I thought I heard that he like I don't know if it was him, but I thought he heard that he like fucked his own cousin or something. Like, I feel like people are just made. It, it's I don't know. I don't it, know. It's sounds made up. Yeah. So <laughs> get ready for our most disturbing episode we've ever fucking done. Yeah, I wanted stop to laughing get into this for a while. No, you can laugh. This is just gonna be disturbing. We're trying to make light of this as much as we can because we're a dark comedy podcast. So if I cross the line, just no, that's what we're. Send me a message. Yeah, we're inappropriate. And hey, shout out to our Jewish Jew, listener. I was just going to say that too. Yay, Jew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty sweet. I bet there's more, but I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm super happy yeah. Hitler never got you. <laughs> oh, maybe. I mean, his family? You, mean, uh, you dirty fuck. You're, you're going strong, bud. How old is he? I don't know. I didn't look into it. Oh, okay, because he could be 70. It could be him. Okay, I think anyone that is in the Holocaust is pretty much dead by now. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure a few slipped. 
Yeah, but there's probably what they're they got to be like a hundred and five by now. I would think it's like from, a, from the Holocaust. Than, yeah, from the forties. It's uh, what eighty years ago. Right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Oh my God, it's twenty. So you know, unless he was yeah, a child, he, yeah, in the he could have been a child. Camp. Yeah. But have you ever seen the movie The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? I have. Oh, we watched that. In, we watched that in history such class. Such a, a sad lot. movie, man. <laughs> oh, in French class, I've seen that movie in French really? like a thousand times. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend like recently in the past year, and I watched it like a year or two before. I remember watching it, and I was like, I forgot how sad this movie was because I remember <laughs> the ending, and up. I was like, Oh fuck, <laughs> the bald boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going in. Oh yeah, the other boy got never fucked. mind. I, I'm I'm just super happy. Yeah. We're creating all ethnicities. Yeah. Everyone can laugh. Everyone. All right. Can so joke. now our Asian listeners. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> one by one, we're gonna pick you <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. All right. The Barbie and Ken killers. They call you the Ken and Barbie killers, but it sounds better with Barbie and Ken or Ken and Barbie killers. But whatever. Ken and Barbie. Yeah. AKA yeah. Paul Bernardo and Carla Mocha, the most notorious serial killers in Canada. Parental advisory on this one, kids. Absolutely, <laughs> like, this is gonna be like. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, just, just you're, It's gonna be. And we've said bad things, so if we say it's bad, yeah. it's 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 pretty bad. And that's if you're why listening you around children, just cut off. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I'm not gonna be bad for anyone you. that has a sensitive anything. Yeah, <laughs> just cut. This. I don't know if anyone's listening to us anyway. They're probably yeah. pretty not. Sensitive. If you're listening to us anyway. You're probably a sick fuck. So. And you're even going to push your boundaries here. Yeah. So, like, what I want to talk about is, like, I've learned about the shit when I was young. I'll get into what I, like, learned about it in law class when I was in grade 11. But I know I heard about this before, and I was really interested in serial killers at a young age, probably because of Necro, a famous, well, famous rapper to me. But he's yeah. one, of the, most, he's up there. Yeah, he's one of the most brutal rapper, rappers on earth. He talks a lot about serial killers and shit like that. So it kind of got me into researching them more, and then I stumbled upon this case. Well, I was going to say, me being shock value crazy fuck that I was and kind of still am, I think it was in grade uh, 9 or 10 because um, I dropped out, went to another school. But when I was in the school that I started high school in, um, yeah, in Paris, fucking, uh, we were in drama class and teacher asked us to write a poem, (laughs) okay? You would take drama over music. Bitch. I did take both, but music was fucking gay. You don't learn shit. But uh, right. and so she she asked everyone to write a poem. So I wrote a poem yeah. about Paul Bernardo, <laughs> and that I, I super... only remember the first line uh, was uh, I grew up in St. Catharines along this. I grew up in St. Catharines around the same time the rapes happened. <laughs> and, oh my god! It was brutal, and I was like, and I was just, it was more just for shock value. Yeah. And I got in trouble for writing it, obviously, yeah, yeah, because it I went in right. deep about like how people were getting murdered and oh, all this shit. And what the fuck? That's bullshit. You shouldn't be allowed to do something like that. I, you know what? Speaking of getting in trouble at school, my friend got in trouble for she was super innocent, didn't even know what a pot plant looked like. She was in grade nine. Yeah. And she had a agricultural poster she had to make and she just searched pretty green leaves <laughs> and she made a whole poster full of pot plants it was That's the funniest funny. fucking thing but she got fucking in trouble for it yeah i got in trouble for a lot of things in school so like I, so like and i and the thing is why i was saying that because um i was like born in toronto and then my parents moved to st Catharines like pretty much right after and shit or I, yeah no i'm right i was born in st Catharines. now that i think about it so like and i was born in 91 Around the same time, all this shit was happening, and I don't think we were too, too far from their fucking house, so that's why I was kind of ready, because I just realized, like, oh my god, like, I was growing up around this time. Oh, fuck off, cat. No, your cat's okay. No, she's cat just, likes me. Yeah, oh, fuck off, cat. But, uh, that, you know, that 
so it was just kind of weird that I was like a little baby when all this shit was going on in the same fucking city, right? So oh, I'm sure you wouldn't have been the target. No, no, he, he doesn't like babies. I'm sure a, you a still older, wouldn't have been the target. A little, yeah, I'm also not. A Nobody female. ever looks at you and yeah. goes, "Yeah, that's the one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff for my girlfriend, but <laughs> is, yeah. I kidnapped open her. Open to debate. She's not in my dungeon right now. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So and then when I got into, I dropped out and I went to school in another uh, little town kind of city thing called Simcoe. Um, Oh, gross. I know. I hate that fucking city, honestly. It's fucking worst place. I call it Skidco. But so, to get to the point. Shout out Dylan Davis. Yeah, I know who the fuck he Oh, yeah, because he was. Yeah, we worked with him. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that kid's dead in a ditch by now. But anyway, so like I was in in grade 11. um, We had a law teacher that used to be a lawyer. And we did like straight (laughs) up. (laughs) I'm guessing he was a failed lawyer. No, no, he was actually pretty successful. We've had this exact conversation before. We have on the podcast. And I don't remember that at all. But, anyways, uh, he he was like a decent lawyer and whatever. He was a good law teacher. And he would like make us question shit. I probably said that before that he'd make us like understand the crime. So when we got on the Paul Bernardo Colomoka case, I was, it was weird because I was disturbed, but also extremely interested in how people could do this and putting almost myself like, would I be able to do this shit? No way. Like the, how could you put yourself in that mind? I frame? could probably do it, but I couldn't live with myself. No. Often. And cause he used to dig deep and make us in like, it was okay, like, Paul Bernard. I'm not saying Paul Bernard. No. Stuff. <laughs> Disclaimer. I just mean like bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone it, could it, do it. It is but, normal, yeah. actually. Like this sounds fucked, but it is normal to have fucked up, weird thoughts. A lot of people think it's bad, but it's just part of our human nature is to question and think about things. Like there is like even studies upon this shit that most people do. Like think, would they ever kill someone? Would they ever do this, that kind of shit? But so he like kind of made us think about it, think about the case, brought it right, right, like us right into That's it. That's dangerous because then you're gonna find that kid that stands yeah. up and be like, "Yep, I could do it." And I'm pretty sure bring, he bring said me the that person. he. I know. I know for a fact that he had kids uh, that he taught that their his their parents were in the courtroom uh, while this was going on through trial. But I think he also said he knew somebody that was actually part of the jury. And oh, like yeah? yeah, and that he specifically remembers one of the students saying how like his mom was like fucked up after hearing the audio recording just by sitting in the courtroom because the TV when they well, we're gonna get into what we get into all these crimes most of the crimes that they did were on film and they taped it as like a fucking like a snuff film kind of not even like a like a sex film okay. but and then so these got played in the courtroom when they went through trial. And then there was a lot of people that went just as like curiosity and people got disturbed from it. Even just hearing the audio gave people nightmares. So I guess we should just dive right into it. Mm-hmm. Paul Bernardo's father, Kenneth, fondled a girl and was charged with child molestation in 1975. He also sexually abused his daughter. Bernardo's mother, depressed about her husband's abuse, withdraw, withdrew from the family and the family life and lived in the basement of their home in Scarborough. It's an Eastern, uh, meta- Fuck this, yeah. I'm going to the basement. Yeah. And this is, uh, and it's in Scarborough and it's funny, even in documentaries I've watched, I've been watching this shit all week. I've read transcripts of like the shit in court and I'm going to have nightmares probably, or at least oh some gosh. weird dreams, but the transcripts are fucking completely disgusting. It shows that Carla Mocha did have a huge part in this, but Scarborough, if you know anything about Scarborough, it's a huge gangland. Like it's, it's a pretty fucked up city in fucking the GTA. It's. Yeah, it's a it's a 
bad city. Like, it's a lot of shit goes on there, and it's funny that they described it as a suburb, and it's not really a suburb. Yeah, well, maybe at the time. Some like, Scarborough's, Scarborough's grown a lot Yeah, more this recently. is the 90s, but... Yeah, it could have been more, more yeah. classified as that back then. Someone lived close to him described the young Bernardo. He was always happy, a young boy who smiled a lot, and he was so cute, with his dimples, good looks, and sweet smile, that many of the mothers just wanted to pinch him on the cheeks whenever they saw him. He was the perfect child they all wanted. Polite, well-mannered, doing well in school. Such a sweet boy in his scout uniform. But beneath that (laughs) charming facade, however, Bernardo had developed dark sexual fantasies and actually enjoyed humiliating women in public and beating, beating women he dated. So it's probably like That's like a fucked up thought that to that, humiliate that one's always, like, to humiliate, humiliate women in public humiliating I can get but like it's the humiliating well, no I, I can I can understand the thought of <laughs> it yeah, you, you want to be yeah. like you want to be yeah you want to be assertive in a dominant but like there's like the hitting of I've never like because you're clearly you're gonna win yeah like yeah. it's not it's not a fight yeah. like how does that make you feel something get, get and a, I think it was his dad and stuff and we like got like I saw in Lockhouse we got really deep into it is that. I think his dad was like a peeping Tom and like would look in people's windows and shit and like creep on <laughs> what people. What you guys doing? What's yeah, it, and, what you doing? And, in and, there? and <laughs> I think Bernardo kind of took that in. And I, I don't remember if this is right or wrong, but I can't. I think my law teacher did say that his dad took him on one or two of these adventures to go <laughs> stare in the go, window. We're gonna go see what these guys are eating for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's that woman in the window. You see that? That's see that? called linger. I don't mean lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> linger. <laughs> Did you read that? <laughs> no, no, I was just joking. Because <laughs> that's how people fucking pronounce it sometimes. But it's just like his dad, I think, was a huge bad influence on him. It's just surprising because a lot of serial killers, they get hit on the head hard or they're like, it's, or they're beaten. His, I think his dad was aggressive too, but. It's like small factors that end up building someone to become a serial killer. Yeah, Sometimes well, huge factors, but well, yeah, no, it's absolutely it's the way you're treated. Look at it's, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. It's people that, that suppress pretty, things yeah. for so long too, right? And then they snap, and it happens. Bundy but. lived like a pretty decently normal life. Didn't have head injury. Had a decent family. It just really depends. I just think maybe that's just a thought, and maybe people's souls sometimes get reincarnated on this planet that maybe shouldn't be here. I think a more realistic answer to that yeah. is is people that don't snap about anything. Yeah, they, well, they just they, you he, suppress everything, and yeah. then one day you lose it, and then you're like, oh wow, that kind of felt good, and then you keep doing it, and then you're like, that's who I am now. This is also probably what fucked him up too. When Bernardo was sixteen, his mother told him that he was conceived illegitimately during an affair. So his his mom's humiliating fun, him, making him feel worse. That's a fun fact. Yeah, I'd be like, well, who did I get these <laughs> real good looks from? <laughs> yeah, do you have one? Probably not. Of course I do. Okay, good. Disgusted, he began openly insulting her. So he became aggressive towards his mother, more or less, or insulting her, being rude. Uh, Paul Bernardo attended Laurier College in Scarborough. No, he fucking yeah, didn't. He did. Laurier's in Scarborough. Yeah, it's it's in Brantford and, and Kitchener. No, it's, isn't it? Yeah, but this is in the nineties. Probably Laurier. College College was just, I think, st- was started in Toronto area. Did it? I'm pretty oh, sure. Wilfrid Laurier, yeah. And then went to University of Toronto in Scarborough in 1982. So he went from Laurier College, and then he was like, no, I don't like the women here. Let me go to fucking <laughs> Toronto. Well, the University well, of Toronto. Yeah. Or diverse, sorry. Yeah. That's in October 1987, he met Carla Homoka, and they were sexually attracted to each other almost immediately. Unlike... 
the other women he knew, she actually encouraged his sado uh, his sadistic sexual nature. And I he I would say uh, I guess it would be anyone like, who embraces. He's kind of like lovely. a sadist, I would say. I wouldn't think he's a, he's not a sadomasochist because that means he enjoys pain. He likes inflicting pain on others. So like a sadist, I would think. I think that's what a sadist is. But also, yeah. So like he was fucked. So Bernardo was keenly interested, um, and in uh, in 1991 in Brent Easton's. Uh, uh, Brent, yeah, Brett Easton's eyeless novel, American Psycho, and he read it like it's his own fucking Bible. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so it, it just shows because in American Psycho, when you watch the movie, he's yeah. very like, um, he's narcissistic and shit. And that's what Bob Bernardo is, is definitely a narcissist. He's fucked. And like, he, you know, it was about him. And we'll get into it, but he liked being called the king. It's fucking fucked. Especially when I was reading the transcript. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll please you because you're the king. All right. I, I, I can joke about it and I can say that in my rap songs. But like I, if someone actually went, yeah. oh, king, I'd be like, yeah. that's fucking weird. <laughs> don't, don't say that to me. No, I, lie. I, was watching, okay. I was watching a porno recently and the girl said that <laughs> I called him daddy. And I was like, I don't like that. You know what? I've been like called that. daddy a couple of times. Well, and I like, never no, have. Dude, and I don't dude, like it. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It, it's that moment where you're like in it and then you're like, do I... No, you're already doing And you're like, yeah, yeah. all right, do what you want. Uh, just disturb me. <laughs> Call me so whatever his, you want uh, at this point. Carla's parents actually liked him, thought he was a handsome, well-off guy, and that he was an aspiring rapper. So, oh, my God, <laughs> I love his rap clip. Oh, okay, let's... Can we play? Okay, so we're, we're going to play his fucking rap play clip. Play his rap clip. Okay. Did you ever get caught? No, never. Why, they say. I'm a deadly, innocent guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. One too many Did you ever get caught? Did you ever get caught? Did you ever get caught? No, never, never. Why? I'm a deadly innocent guy. So keep on fronting, man. You fronting and you ride like you tough, man. You ain't been where I've been, man. You ain't seen what I've seen. You ain't at where I'm at, man. So this is not replacing Stick Up Kid, okay? Deadly Innocence is a theme song, the title track to the album, and it's basically establishing my street credibility. This is a more of a, you know, your hardcore battling um, the world through your ways of getting your illegal money or whatever you're doing um, and uh, you use everything all your feelings and the real life feelings you all experience including you, you experience and all the smuggling and all the other activities to make a buck did you ever, it's like, did you ever think about that did you ever did you ever think about using all of your feelings <laughs> yeah. he, all no, of your it feelings does sound like he's a stuff? it does sound like he's a fucking idiot and like it, it does make sense it sounds weird but like the fact that he is a narcissist it makes a lot of sense why he would want to be a rapper it's one of the most narcissistic absolutely. fucking absolutely it is like it any is. like in it's fuck that's tom and i right there yeah no i'm a definitely I, yeah i definitely i i've been classified by my girlfriend as a narcissist for sure at least once or twice in my life if oh, not more fuck more I've said that to you like once a week. Uh, but you know, because like, <laughs> but, and I, I but that's why I kind of get like he thinks he's a handsome guy and he's cool and shit. That's all the clips I could find. Like, I'm very surprised that he never tried to even record something. I think he was too busy raping or, people. Or maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe it got lost in the in the law sure footage. Like, there. let's how about let's not publish this. Yeah, but I'm sure it'd be out there. I, even at, even at the time, it was early '90s. I feel like people were more so, people have like yeah. opened up to sensitivity issues and a lot lately. Think about it, and this this is crazy because if. That clip, I would imagine, would have been in the late 80s, which is fucking nuts. Think about that. Yeah, that he that was, was trying to yeah. rap 
when before like even Tupac was really around because yeah. he got caught in like what 93 we'll get into it but so I think it's, that could have been something so it's very funny that like he probably heard like old school shit like maybe even just vanilla ice or like you know public <laughs> I went enemy to the hat store and yeah. bought myself a hat <laughs> See, Childish like, Gambino. yeah but the thing is like that actually like I just thought about that now that he was rapping in like the late 80s like when hip hop was just starting to take off and he's like man I'm a white guy I'll change the game and the thing is even this his clue into like what he says uh, why'd you never get caught why cause I'm a deadly innocent guy like that shit is like weird it, it was close it, well what was that Never mind. Uh. um <laughs> you didn't hear that Never no mind. um <laughs> it was it was just one too many syllables no but even, even that, like he had a good yeah. start but even Did they that, ask you, like, do you ever get caught? No. Why? <laughs> like, and that's kind of fucking weird that he was all like, "Did you ever get caught?" And it must. I feel like this is after not he's yet. definitely raped, not yet. Some, I raped didn't. somebody. Yeah, because we'll get into it. I'm at two. <laughs> but she, wait to see what so number he gets to. We'll get into Carla. So she was born Carla Leanne Homoka on May fourth, nineteen seventy, in Port Credit, Ontario, Canada. Port obviously, Credit. yeah. I don't know where that is. To, it's funny. Her mom's name is Car- uh, uh, Car- Carl, literally. Carl. Her mom's name is not Carl. It's Yeah, it's K-A-R-E-L. And then, oh, it is Carl. That's his is That's her Carl? dad. Oh, E-L? <laughs> uh, that's weird. Okay, her dad's his name is Carl, uh, Carl Homoka and Dorothy Seeger. So that's was her mom was Dorothy Seeger, obviously, <laughs> like it took the name. But that's pretty funny that sh- they named her Carla and her dad's name was Carl. That's pretty funny. Not going to lie. Her father was a Czechoslovakian immigrant. So that's why she's super blonde and shit. He worked as a traveling salesman. He often got drunk and fought with her mother. While Carla and her two younger siblings confronted each yeah, well, two and her younger siblings confronted each other. Carla was um, asthmatic, so she has asthma, obviously, and uh, had to be hospitalized. Thanks for breaking that down, yeah. Tom. Had to be hospitalized frequently. So for asthma, yeah. Um, no, so like when she was a child, back then, no, yeah, no. But there you is, just got a goddamn fucking puffer in your way. There is people that have like. Severe, yeah, I guess. Okay, severe yeah. asthma, I just never and one. sometimes like it's just when you're a kid that you wouldn't even remember, and then it goes away. Like I think I had asthma when I was a kid, but I don't fucking have any sort of. asthma You have now. asthma now. It's just Tom. When's the last time you ran more than one second? Every day, man. I'm right yeah, around the metal shop. That sounds made up. Yeah, I chase the forklifts. Well, I just put the key in and let it go. That almost happened the other day. I put on the e-brake and I was like, you're still going forward. Why are you going forward? She enjoyed drawing and expressed her love for animals. It's funny. Funny. She took up a funny. part-time job at a pet shop. But I'm going to mention this too. Um, so she worked at a pet shop. She's always been kind of into animals. Um, Kat does not like that. No. Um, but when she met fucking Paul... I, I realized that today. She was only fucking 17. That blew my mind. He was like, I think he's like 23, 24. And when she, no got, when she got convicted, she was 23, which blows my mind. I think about it. Now, like I start to clue in to like, yeah, she's a fucking horrible person and she should have been left off. But I could see why he could have such a hard grasp on her is getting her into the shit he fantasized about at a young age. Like has she so much younger and he was, she was infatuated by yeah. him. Like he it was, was more was lust that. over love. She fucking like infatuated by him. Like cool guy pulling up to the high school. Cause he used to pull up to the high school in his car and pick her up that's like now it's creepy but like yeah no no, even now like you you get the girls that like guys like that but like yeah it's it's 
But like think in the eighties, man, yeah. fucking think about um uh, like it is fucking creepy from a no, from the an thing about high school girls. You keep get they keep get I keep getting older, older and, and they, they stay, stay the, the same age as days in confused. Yeah, see, and even that in alone in the eighties was a thing. Well, guys in their twenties would fucking hit on high school and chicks. Fucking pick a, them like, up. and as a guy perspective, I really fucking hope I'm thirty hitting on twenty year olds. Like I, I'd hope to be married by then, but. Yeah, he don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. So don't <laughs> worry about me. So she put, worked out like that's when I was researching this. I didn't add that, but that's like blew my mind that I didn't realize how young she was. I thought she was that's, like her early twenties. No, what is that? Six years, seventeen to twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so not, it's like still uh, like at that age. Technically, now he would be known as a pedophile. Yeah, and like hundred like percent. But it it keeps the age gap keeps closing in yeah. as you get older. Like yeah, I agree. my my grandfather and grandmother were like 14, 15 years apart. Really? Mm-hmm. So my, your grandpa my met grandpa her was, when she was 12? My grandpa was like 14 years old and she was born. That's creepy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they met when yeah. she was like, yeah, 15 no, and he was, was like back, 27. No, back then, like, I think my grandpa uh, was like at least 8 to 10 years apart from my grandma. It's like, dude. But it was normal. Like, that was a normal fucking thing. And honestly, like, there, I've mentioned it before. There's that documentary where it's like, are all men pedophiles? It's because men usually go for women, especially back in the day, especially like way back in the day. They're more fertile and we're yeah, young and absolutely. perky and all that shit. So she worked at a pet shop when she was in her teens. She was a bright student. She actually had a very high IQ and was liked by most of her teachers. However, she was known to be bossy with her peers. Can you go grab me those goddamn fucking pencils, bitch? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Although she came to... Go fuck Paul. <laughs> yeah. Although she claimed to love animals, she once threw a friend's pet hamster out the window, resulting Goodbye. in death. Oh, my God. <laughs> bye bye How high was the... Bye, bitch. How high was the window? I don't know. I really like wish we were at like we we're talking like 15 story apartment building here <laughs> like that that makes it more funny well I, the thing is I've never ever in my life heard an animal but <laughs> when I was younger I never did this I just watched it happen but uh, my friends used to when we were like I don't know 13 14 they one kid I knew used to get his cat high and then they put a sock over its head oh, and let dude, it fucking run cats, around and like hit getting high yeah and then it would run around and like hit the walls and i'm like this is fucking bad do not do this to a cat <laughs> putting a sock you know over what i did like doing high. to cats though what? i was i i never liked cats when i was younger and i honestly for the most part still don't but my friend had this dick <laughs> fuck the cat was a douche and i used to walk down to the basement every day and like he'd pick it up and it had claws out already and I'd yeah. throw it at him across, so it'd be like claws out coming out of his face. <laughs> That's funny. and I'd be like catch, and he's like fuck. Well, off, I, man. I may have told the story before, but we had that uh, uh, we had a dog. My mom, we, she likes bucking black laps for some reason. Next week when we're recording, he might be here. I don't remember. He's yeah, coming bring to, Buddy over. Yeah, he's yeah, coming like tomorrow, him. but he's he's a chill dog. But she had one before. Boy. His name was Rome, and this dog was fucking a maniac. But I, this is when I was crazy in high school. We used to have a bunch of drug addict fuckheads in my house, and we were like drinking, so we'd pour like into his fucking like his dish and shit and like you try to get him drunk and smoke weed and blow in his face and my friends were just dicks they're like let's get the dog drunk and it's like 
Oh my god! And then the dog ended up like being retarded. Yeah, probably. Well, not retarded. It's just like it was the full blown lab. Like would jump on the highest thing to find food. There'd be a plate. He would tear it down and shatter everywhere just to find the bones. The dog would get very disciplined. Yeah, by Billy because Billy beats his animals. I do not beat my animals. So she started reading. Jesus Christ! (laughs) She started reading Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. (laughs) Mister, I don't know why I say like that. She started reading Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Mysteries at the age of 12 and became obsessed with crime. So it kind of probably made kind of her wheels tick in towards this direction. As she grew up, she became harsher in her ways and enjoyed scaring her friends, which like it does show her type of character. And I'm actually curious. I was going to look up what their Zodiac signs were because I'm just curious in general because I I do believe in that shit. I'm curious if they were supposed to be if they were a match by any means or like I just want to know if she's like a fucked up Scorpio or a cancer because those are like the worst signs for how crazy people can be. I'm one of them. I've I've seen you know what, though, to be fair on the on the signs. Yeah, like. Depends how you're My raised. brother and his yeah. fiance are both Scorpio. You're that I know that it and makes sense fin- for you. Th- and they're phenomenal together. Yeah, yeah. And I get yeah, that and that is but the thing is that it can have different cases. Yeah, like you get different people like I've met Virgos that yeah. are nothing like no. me. They well, are fucked up see, individuals. Yeah, yeah. And I kinda dated a Scorpio and like, you know, the sex was great, but like the fucking <laughs> yeah. the the like the going back and forth and the arguments and all that shit were bad and like that she was all the worst parts of me that I didn't like kind of thing where it can happen that way yeah, or, it, or, or it can fucking be like you guys are interested in the exact same things have the same sort of passion all that kind of stuff right yeah so it's, it's funny she actually became interested in the occult and often called spirits with her friends so they're obviously using Ouija boards and shit so she was like Almost Avi. Well, no, Avi is on yeah. the Ouija boards. Well, she was obviously drawn towards some dark aspects of life and shit. You know what I mean? During her high school days, she was known as a, to be a nonconformist <laughs> regarding fashion and gave the impression that she did not care what others thought of her. She's one of those girls. Like, oh, fuck yeah. those girls. You know what? I'm, I'm one of those guys, though. Yeah, you to be fair, girls? I really don't give a fuck. Like, I I truly don't care anymore. Like, I'll go out looking how I look. Like, no, I don't no but even it. being, I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. care. Or people said this about you. I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking care. It's all about being a non-conformist and shit, right? Is being against the normals. That's how I was. I don't want to be normal. I want to be outlandish and crazy and shock value. But bullshit. to be to be fair, I used to be. I used to care a lot. Yeah. No, and maybe deep down I still do. No, but like, wait till you hit my age. You start caring right away. I, I truly <laughs> fucking there. don't give a shit yeah. anymore. Man. I don't give a fuck what I say, what I do. I am who I, I am. I don't know. Accepted. I'm sensitive to other people, though. Yeah. I am. Like, I'll, I won't say certain things if it's going to affect other people. Like, I, I, I yeah. take to what other people feel. I will. That's, like, that's yeah, bad. Tom's like, you're already crying, but by the way, you're fucking getting that abortion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now force her down a stairwell and beat her with a flashlight like Paul Bernardo. All okay, right. <laughs> next story. <laughs> and I uh, gave the impression she did not care. Okay. She was bold and did not hesitate to mingle with the opposite sex. She dated a boy named Doug and admitted to experimenting Hi, with drugs. Doug made her experiment with drugs and having sex with him. So she obviously <laughs> had sex at a young age, and that's what kind of definitely like. like what, sorry, up. how old? I don't. I don't know. In oh, I thought you said days, the age. High school. So she meant probably. No, I would guess not fifteen. That. That's not that. Then most people lose their virginity around then, don't they? Yeah, twelve for me. But you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, because you're a fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe. Sure. But um, the thing is that that's interesting. Is that like she obviously had sex, but that's what like that's what 
turned off Paul in a bit is that she wasn't a virgin and it sounds fucked, but that's a narcissistic character is that you want to be the only one. Yeah. And, and yeah. the thing is I was like a virgin taker when I, I, targeted, I was, I was the, I was the one you yeah. will have me. First. I targeted like girls. Because that if I knew you have were, somebody yeah. else, you'll know how bad I am. Yeah. I targeted <laughs> girls. I knew were virgins at a young age. Cause that's kind of what I want, even though they should have been anyway, because we were like fucking young. Like I met my girlfriend when I was like 17. Right. So it's like, that that's was, when I lost my virginity. He was 17. Yeah, see, and I did it way beforehand. So I it was, was all late, about, I like, think, hey, you don't want to fuck me? Next girl. You don't want to fuck me? Next girl. You know what I mean? It's like, would you. One of you will yeah. say yes. It's, it's a numbers game. Yeah. <laughs> um, she often fantasized about weird situations relating to death and had once attempts to cut herself with a knife. Who hasn't? Who, who hasn't? Honestly. <laughs> the losers. I was emo once. Losers haven't. You know, you know, oh, you're like, dude, there was emo night tonight in Brantford and we no, didn't go tomorrow. to it. No, it was today. It was uh, Friday. It was today. I was we were supposed to go today. Yeah. I'm mad about that. I know. I would, I would have loved to go out and get drunk and listen to bands <sighs> play emo music. Man, I would have put on my skin tight jeans. Anyways, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. Well, so I didn't even realize that I wrote this. So I guess I, that day I did write this, that she did meet Popper at a uh, convention in Toronto and the convention was for like animal shit and like, um, Veterinary, like veterinary shit, and like animals, and being a okay, vet, veterinarian. Yeah, yeah, and for and, but she was in um a hotel. I think it was a hotel for the like the convention and, for caring about animals. And, and Paul yeah. thought that would be a good place to find someone that would murder things. Well, I think he was just there with a buddy, and then they saw. <laughs> Yo, bro, yeah. go check out. This well, vet no, they, they were just drinking at the bar, and then they saw them, so they walked oh, up. So they followed. And honestly, <laughs> it is crazy that I do believe everything happens for a reason. It sounds fucked, but this must have happened for a reason. There must have been a reason why whatever oh, power... Brought him to that, that bar, yeah, yeah. yeah, and to her, which sounds crazy, but... And the thing yeah, is, they had... meet when they're supposed to meet. They, they had sex the first time they met. Good job. Like, they were instantly drawn together, and it was like, lust, That's not a, love. Yeah. Yeah. And then so they were it, like fucking fucked as soon as they met, and then she discovered they were... They shared sadomasochist desires, which is Ooh. weird. So he... <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's pretty funny that she kind of they kind of blended in that same way where they were both into weird shit, and he obviously she had fantasies about weird death circumstances, and then Just didn't know how to act upon them until someone encouraged her. Yeah, yeah. So let's just get in the dark shit, I guess. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, Bernardo. Here goes the jokes, guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm gonna do them anyway. You can edit out the ones that are inhumane. No, but it's uh, <laughs> that's why we're a dark comedy podcast. It's meant to but make light line. out of dark situations. But maybe we don't have a line. I I don't, <laughs> and other people do. Right. I, I see how because I'm sympathetic towards how other people feel. Hear that? Sounds like an empty beer. It does. What do you want? You want beer league or illusions? Let's try illusions. <laughs> You're old. I'm just kidding. Oh, you got my flying monks. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a new beer called Flying Monks. <laughs> See <laughs> so, if we can rip them off just a bunch of fucking <laughs> soaring people in orange capes. Yeah. Orange capes. So let's get into <laughs> the Scarborough rapist time of his life. Bernardo committed multiple sexual assaults, escalating in viciousness in and out in and around Scarborough. He attacked most of his victims after stalking them as they got off buses late in the evening. Just hide behind a bus terminal and be like, what's the next one? Someone, think, someone's walking from here. <laughs> I think the 1115 is uh, about to pull in. And he's like sitting there timing his watch. He's like, motherfucker, this same bus driver, Carl. No, okay, I can't use that. This same bus driver, Stacy, 
always pulls up two minutes late. And I got my knife and my stocking over my face ready. He didn't even wear anything. He literally went up just with pretty much just like a fuck knife. It, yeah. Like, didn't wear any, like, and that's why they had to gain the deposit sketch that we'll get into. Well, those are the scary ones. Those are the ones that don't care because they know you're not snitching because they're going to know they're going to kill you. They don't give a fuck if you know what they look like. We're not going to get in the... Uh, well, I guess we'll get into more of the full details, but... The known incidents uh, started on May 4th, 1987. Raped a, He raped a 21-year-old Scarborough woman in front of her parents' house after Bernardo followed her home. Oh, That's just the tip of the iceberg, bud. May 14th, 1978, raped a 19-year-old woman in her backyard of her parents' home. Backyard. So he was stalking like that's them. A, like, oh, my God. Could stalking you imagine them from your the daughter? bus stop. Strange brew. Yep. See, I couldn't oh, even get in. Oh, I spilled my beer. Tom little. fucking came on himself. Ah, oh, the beer's everywhere. Everywhere. So and it's funny that in he's, her backyard, he's actually no, and he's starting like oh. it's weird. He like keeps going younger and younger. It seems like twenty one, then nineteen, and then September 29th, nineteen eighty seven, attempted rape of a fifteen year old girl. Bernardo broke into a house in Scarborough Getting and entered the victim's bedroom. That is ballsy. Yeah, that shows ballsy. that he. Has no like that's narcissism that he thinks that no matter what that he's gonna be fine. If his the fucking parents walked in like he would be done. His dad would their dad would have beat her. <laughs> he jumped on her back, put his hands over her mouth, threatened her with a knife. What was that sound? Your phone should be on mute. Jordan. How about how about we yell at whoever it was? Oh fucking guess, Danny girl Billy. Fuck you, girl, Billy. I just got in trouble for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. She probably knows we're recording. Yeah, she fucking does. And uh, so he jumped on her back, which is crazy, in and broke into. Oh, strange brew. Strange brew. <laughs> and like, that's crazy. <laughs> How would you know what my weird. Just fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Strange <laughs> Fucking. Uh, but th- to me, that is so fucking ballsy. That you walk in this fucking girl's house, or even like, even through a window. So he must have stalked her, okay? Watched her go in, saw a certain light turn on. That he could kind of get to, because kind that like how would yeah he... like that's well or he just didn't give a fuck and just took his chances. But like you know, Here you go, let's Richie, go. good old Richie man, Richie Ramirez, he stayed in the closet. Good for old fucking, Richie, he he he, he scoped the, his yeah, prey. Yeah, he stayed in the closet for fucking hours before people got home. Sometimes this motherfucker was like, I'm just gonna go straight in the front door, but he didn't do that. I don't think. But um, so well, how did he get in? Sorry, did I don't say? know. It doesn't really say, no. but I like he got in the house somewhere. I would think like. If it's through her window, uh, like, I think you would hear it. I think that somehow... Yeah, there's no way somebody could get through your... Like, even sleeping. Like, this you have might to have be been back in the day so, when you people left their so doors unlocked. fucking sleeping pills. Yeah. And this even, might even be back now, in the day. Like, I fucking leave my door unlocked. That's bad. It's fucking... Dude, we grew up in Paris, man. Yeah. You leave your door no, unlocked. I don't. I don't ever leave my door if you're, unlocked. We're you know, in where we are right now, <laughs> no, you lock your fucking door. No, but Billy, like Billy's in Paris, wake there, up, man, you just leave your, be like, you leave your fucking door unlocked because I you're, was watching you at the gay bar. You weren't supposed to see me. I was wearing a wig. Yeah, so Bernardo fled when the victim's mother entered the room and screamed. That's fucking bonkers. The fact that her mom, like, opened the door, maybe checking on her, and then saw a fucking dude. And then so I'm... Raping her. I'm curious of where... I'm curious of... I actually, like... I don't know. I should have looked in this more, but like this is just one case of this. This is too long to get too deep into every case of what exactly happened. <clears throat> but I'm just curious 
of like where he went, where he ran to. Did he go out the front door? Did he go out the window? Because she screamed and he fucking fled. So did he jump out the window or that he, he already like opened? It was, a, it was a, <coughs> her mom, not her dad. So he could have just and you maybe would, pushed her Yeah, but the thing is, you would have been like, okay, a blonde guy that's fucking this much tall. You think you'd be able to fucking see. Yeah, but it's like me. Like, 19, you fucking know where I go. And this is crazy. He was 19 at the time oh, of the shit. fucking yeah, crime. Yeah, so he just got scared and fucked yeah. off. Imagine and he was older. It's that could funny. have been so much worse. Well, and the thing, yeah, well, when he got more into it, but mm-hmm. he was young. He started this shit fucking young, man. That's super young. And the fact that, like, this isn't this. So he started around, <clears throat> if they do this, like, if, when he started raping, which I'm curious of, like, and they don't ever divulge too much into exactly why and how he really got into this. Yeah. But I'm wondering what that day where he was like, this is the day. This is, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like, it just, it, that's what drives me. Try like, and stop me. Yeah. And that, the, that he just decided, okay, I'm just going to hide at a bus stop. I'm bored. <laughs> like, I'm just going to, like. Dude, it's drugs, man. He's probably on coke. I imagine he's I've probably, done yeah. stupid fucking yeah. things on drugs in my life. I imagine that he's probably on drugs. But the thing is, Anthony Haymeyer was convicted of the sexual assault in 1989. The one and, he did? Yep. No That broke shit. in that girl's room and broke into the house. And uh, How did he get convicted of it? They would have obviously either maybe it was someone the family knew that they thought or that they were like oh he looks like this but he clearly this, didn't have this. proof though. <clears throat> no but they would have back man anytime it's like i think this guy did it he probably like they think that he did it right I, like i don't know that that was early that was late enough to have dna evidence but it could no but it could have been they put people in a lineup a police oh, lineup, and, and then so, we'll be like, "Okay, that yeah, was the guy," and she was, just as, assumed. Yeah, you're in stress. You're in duress. You, well, it looked like him. Maybe that, <clears throat> that was probably him. We'll eventually get into cases of especially more like black crime shit that mm-hmm. they like blame. They blame the first fucking black dude that they find. Like there is a case that my the same law teacher. <laughs> it was him. He's not white. Well, no, it's just like the same. Uh, There's a case that my law teacher taught about where uh, this guy, the black dude, ran up, shot this dude's wife right in front of their home. He was there. He witnessed it. And the very first black kid that they saw, and he they drove around the dude, the husband in the car. Very first black dude the guy saw. He was like, he did it. And it was a 16 year old fucking kid going to get fucking M and M's from the store. So it's That's like, fucked. yeah, and then he ended up getting off eventually, but this kid was tried and they <clears throat> want to put him in prison. Oh, my throat's going fucking off. Um, but it's crazy. He was, he was exonerated after Bernardo admitted to the crime in 2016. So That's this, a mother, long time. this motherfucker just spent 30 years. Yeah. Uh, well, you said early 80s, right? No, 1989 till 2006. Oh, 89? So, so, you said 2016. So, like 15. You said 16 years. No, you 15. Said- 2006 or 2016? No, when he when he did it, he did it in 1986. No. 2006. 2006. <clears throat> is okay. when Bernardo that's actually tw- admitted 20, to the that's crime. 20 years in jail. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Stop trying to check my math, man. My math that's is always right. right. It's right. 20 years. 86 to 06 is 20 years. It's 89, I said. Oh, that's 27 years. 17, I mean. Yeah, you're so off. What are you talking about? You got me drunk. Math boy. How are you drunk already? We're having beers. He don't know. He don't know. Okay, again, December 16th, 1987. Same fucking year. So that is what? This is the fucking third? Let me see. So uh, one, two, three, four. He's five. He does six fucking rapes or at least attempted rapes in a fucking one year. December 16th, 1987. Rape of a 15-year-old girl. 
He's like, okay, 15. no, the thing is, he went, Fuck. he went nine, he went twenty-one, they went nineteen, and, and he's, he's probably like, like they no, were they, a little strong. Well, exactly, that he would have yeah. probably felt the resistance, especially twenty-one-year-old, like at least trying to kick yeah, him she, off. Yeah, she'd fucking like, and it's if for guys too, honestly, girls, like you hit that guy in the nuts, like, and yeah. if you're like, it doesn't take. Tom hit me in the nuts last week, <laughs> and like honestly, like I teared a little bit. I'm sorry for that. I did not mean to. But the thing is, there was one case where um, I was looking into it and um, reading about it, where he he went up to a girl and he fucking uh, <clears throat> pushed her against a wall, bashed her so hard it caused like some in, like fucked up her head kind of. But then he said like, uh, if you don't, if you count, I will got to count to fifty, or I'll come back and fucking kill you. And then he came back. And then kept fondling, fondling her, touching her parts after he already vaginally and anally raped her. You know what that is? Sodomy. So and he already, and orally. yeah, and he already did that. So then he did it again for like the third time. He's like, count to uh, fifty, and then I won't kill you. And he came back and then did it again for like a third time for an hour. He was fucking with her and was like, oh, I'm gonna leave now. Count to fifty, and then he came back and was still fucking with her. Like, I'm not quite done. Yeah, and he was probably like, That's to fucked. be honest, when I was reading this, it was probably that he was like checking to see if anyone was around or if anyone is watching. Yeah, any he, kind just, of shit. he just opened the door to see, yeah, yeah. is anyone or, else Because I think this one was in like a parking garage, so yeah. he was just checking to see if anyone was around. So oh, <clears> he, he raped this 15-year-old, and the next day in the Toronto police issued a warning to women in the Scarborough traveling alone at night, especially those riding buses, obviously, like cue into that That's shit. That's literally where he... they should have had a pig at every, every single fucking co- bus station. Do it right. Just have a cop stand there and be like, I'm just making sure you ladies are right. Thank you. That's See, what, that's what that's, cops that's used good, to be good. That's a good thing. And don't call them pigs. That's okay. Well, thing. when cops were good back in the day before they were beating black people and shooting them and shit. What do you mean back in the This is the no, same they, era yeah, where they they they're beating been, black No, they would have been worse. Them. But I'm saying there was a time where police would just walk around neighborhoods Swing their little billy clubs and make sure it's okay. <coughs> I, I swing my billy club once in a while. <laughs> I forgot about We should have called you Bill, your dick billy club. <laughs> uh, we kind of did that on Devil's Polka. Yeah, it's kind of true. Have you checked that out? Tomcat Kirby? Just Tom, Tomcat Kirby. Yeah, check it out, dog. YouTube that shit. December 23rd, 1987. Same fucking year again. Raped a 17-year-old girl with a knife. and that, That's what normally <coughs> he would use to threaten his victims. At this point, he began. He this is when he became known as the Scarborough Rapist. Is when it, they dubbed his name, is there like a a thrill to that? Where like you're a good looking dude, you can get laid, man. Guys yeah. have a harder time in general, but if you're a good looking dude, honestly, like like you said, numbers, man. All it takes is some time. He said you have that, a good personality. No, he like said it, that there's got to be some sex bored him. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of thrill. This <clears throat> consensual sense, uh, consensual sex bored him. He said. And he wasn't into it, and he'd rather have the force. But to be honest, like even to our listeners, there is people. If if it's consensual and you want to do rape fantasy shit, it is okay as long as nobody gets hurt and you're enjoying doing it. Have your fantasies, have your fun. I couldn't imagine. I've I've yet to meet a girl that would be okay with that. Um, I've never either. From a guy um, perspective, heard, I get I get I've where it is. Girls. There there is dominance, like yeah. it, it is a turn I have on, heard about girls that like like being choked and shit like that. Oh yeah, I'm not no, a fan. I've, no, okay, no, choked is different. I've I've I'm gotten told to. Like I said, we just talked about daddy. Yeah. Like same same deal. I've See, gone, gone called daddy a few times, and I've had the. You choke. ever seen? Um, and I don't like it. I'm like, am I hurting you right dad? now? 
World's Best Dad? Yeah, the Robin Williams. Is this like, is, oh, Robin Williams. I'm like, is this uh, a no, porn his, that you no, watched his, again? It, the, no, this is his, his son. Um, he catches him doing the shit where it's tied to a door choking himself while he's jerking off. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Yes. That's a hard word to say. He catches him and he's like, yeah, and he's like, he catches him like the second time or third time. He's like, I told you not to fucking do this. Catches him three times in a row? No, but he catches him once. And then, yeah, and then he catches him. This movie's funny as fuck for the first like half an hour. Oh, it's a movie. Sorry. It's Robin Williams. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. And then, so he comes in like the fucking second time or whatever and his son's dead and oh, he fakes it as a suicide and then the whole movie is about Rob Williams being this dad that like his son died of a suicide and it's, he's trying to make the best of it but his, he tried to cover up that his son killed himself by jerking off by accident so that's what I'm saying that's, it, a, that's a good dad you could end up having a guy that is drunk or something or on drugs chokes a girl like I heard about a girl that yeah, we used to man. work with who um, oh shit! That really liked uh, like to be choked, and she was like with this cokehead dude. I'm sure she was doing lots of it. And the fact that if you were drunk and on a coke binge, you could maybe end up like pushing too hard and snapping a yeah. girl's sarcophagus. Su- 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 I was gonna say sarcophagus, but esophagus. I meant sarcophagus. No, <laughs> like there is, like I said, like there are times. Line. No, but there, I, I got taught. That girl taught me how to choke properly. It's Good not you don't you. choke to push; you push in the little crevice. I also I don't like. I didn't like doing it. No, I'm like, I, I'm hurting yeah. you. To even get I to that point, this. while we're even talking about this, because I know this is gonna be a longer episode, anyways. But the fact that like I knew a girl, uh, rest in peace, Jamie Hornsby, that she was doing. Never a, heard of her. Yeah, well, it was when I was young. I also met her at Saint Leonard Society. Or the the dumb, same, the it, dumb school. It's not the, the broke, battered, broken <laughs> if, if people. You heard about fucking, the other. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, just a program for fucking bad kids, essentially. For dumb but kids. um, no, it's for bad kids. Dumb. Look it up. Okay, you would have been part of it if, <laughs> if it was existing as a dumb school. But the thing is, uh, it wasn't even a school. It was just a program thing to help like kids that were in bad situations and shit. But she hung herself like they used to do to try to get high. So you once you pass out, you wake up and you feel super high. What? Yeah, so if you choke yourself to the point where you like pass out for a couple seconds to I've minutes, played the pass out game. Yeah, so she... Danny used to do that with me all the I time. I don't get it, but honestly. She ended up like trying to choke herself in a closet to get the high because she didn't have her friends with her. It's like a and second high, her mom though. found her dead because she did it too long and it ended up like passing out too hard killed herself by accident literally oh my God. so that's what i'm saying this is why that shit how does touching. she know it's by accident because they like her friends knew that they were getting into it and stuff like that and i can't remember I, it was so long oh, ago yeah, it was just, and then i went to school oh, with her younger pur- sister it still could have been on purpose i went they to yeah well yeah well i th- i do think that's what is the case and I could have been an accident went to but. school with uh i actually went to a summer school with her younger sister got to know her like and shit and the thing is got to know her i'm the only person that i know of that got kicked out of summer school <laughs> Literally Piece of shit. <laughs> um, anyway, like you're honestly a lost cause. On to like, the next one. Home. So, 19 April 18th, 1988. So, a year after, like he's still doing it. Bernardo attacked a seven year old, a uh, 17 year old girl. Let's say he attacked her. I don't know the the deets. Okay, yeah. May 25th, 1988. So, like. He's doing it the way fucking Richie was going into houses every fucking, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but like, he's hitting like two houses a week. And yeah. he's like, Richie was just, 
He wasn't raping everyone. It seems like Bernardo did it once or twice a month or had it like a month and then two months span and then got a craving for it again because yeah. it went from December. He had December 16th, December 23rd. Then it went all the way to April before the, uh, the next like, event. He's like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. And then it went to May. So May 25th, yeah. 1998, Bernardo was nearly caught. But no, these are just these are just stories that are actually stories. God knows what he did yeah. that wasn't accounted for. I guess. And what people didn't come out and say what happened. Yeah. There's a lot or, of those cases. Or he killed them. Like no, people, no, no, no. People no. get away with no, things. No, he no, no, no. He did not kill anybody at this point whatsoever. He was just a rapist. He I hundred percent believe. Or he killed them by accident. I don't know. No. There was no bodies found anywhere near bus. I'm don't telling have you. To be found. Okay, I'm telling you, I know this for a fact. He was a scrub. Oh, were rapist. you there? Were you sitting yeah. beside him or are you sitting I on his lap? I am Paul Bernardo. Are you? I'm <laughs> just joking. Why haven't you tried to rape me? Uh, because you're not my type. I'm okay. everybody. Fuck <laughs> you. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I know for a fact there's no way because there would have been evidence leading to him and knowing him and his narcissistic narcissistic personality, he would have admitted to it. So in May 25th, 1988, Bernardo was nearly caught by an ununiformed Metro Toronto investigator stalking out a bus shelter. Smart. Do it not as a cop cop. Yeah. Do it as an undercover. Although the investigator noticed Bernardo was hiding under a tree and <laughs> pursued him on foot and he escaped. Because it's probably some fat guy like smoking a cigarette. Ooh. Why's well, that guy hiding even under any, a tree? Like honestly, That's when's creepy. the last time you seen a super fit fucking cop? Young guys, hey, like, I've I, seen some young say, cops. I can, now. I can outrun a lot of people, but I've seen young cops now that look like pretty fucking like fucking built dudes. Usually have, when they're that built and they're that fit, they're usually in the army, not police. Yeah. Uh, they're usually they're no, usually no one wants to room. go to fucking Afghanistan. After no, they don't. There for they don't want years. to. But I'm just saying, like, those are, those are the people that want to. F- yeah. That want to protect that are fit. They go but, to the army. like, you know, and my thing is this, too. It would be creepy, like, if you've ever been in Toronto or, like, if you ever want to... It is a huge, crazy city with a bunch of crazy fucking people. And there's, like... It's just a huge city. The it, dynamics change a lot throughout the years, too. Well, yeah, but just imagine, like, you're just chilling, you're undercover, and you see some creepy guy in the fucking bushes. Like, that alone, like... I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, it's, it's bad Cut enough off. you see, like, a little crackhead with pushing a, sh- like, shopping cart full of fucking cans. But, like, seeing okay. some guy... This isn't Brantford. Relax. So May 30th, 1988, rape of an 18-year-old woman in Mississauga, Ontario. So he wasn't he wasn't going. But he's not even wasn't like just leaving Scarborough. the area. Yeah, but he's he was, not even yeah. really leaving the area, man. That's so still the GTA. For anyone, it's about 40 kilometers southwest of Scarborough, if you just want to know. <laughs> Okay. okay, I guess kilometers is most people. I was going to say miles. Yeah, Do we have a lot of state miles. listeners? Uh, yeah, a lot. Do so, we have a lot? Yeah. Hello, America. We did this in kilometers. How's Trump? How are you doing? <laughs> you doing good? good. <laughs> October. You got bombed yet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. October 4th, 1988. Attempted rape in Scarborough. Although his intended victim fought him off, he inflicted two stab wounds. Dun, dun, dun. November 16th, <laughs> 1988, rape of an 18-year-old woman in her backyard of her parents' house again. Again. He follows he liked people. the backyard. No, I think he just follows them and finds the perfect opportunity. Hey, they're they're, they're going in the back because their parents are asleep. Maybe they work a late shift. Or they got a room upstairs. There's like a thing going on no, upstairs. No, I, I do think they it would be. They go upstairs and it goes right to their own section. Yes, yeah. I would, well, that yeah, could be I a case. It. But I would think that if it's an 18-year-old fucking female, probably even their parents. But like most times, maybe she's, she's off work late. Toronto is like a huge place that has numerous kinds of crazy jobs and like maybe yeah. somewhere in a restaurant. Stripper. And the thing is, yeah, I'm a stripper. And like you're going, <laughs> who cares? But like the thing is, and you're going through the back to get in to be quieter 
perfect opportunity because he would have stalked them, especially with open, more open backyards. You know what I mean? Or he's just like, he's a fucking tall, lengthy, like, strong dude. He just fucking hops over the fence. Golden. He's got her. Oh, I Gold. <laughs> got him. Not okay, literally. Oh my god. That's so not a day good later, taste. a day later, November seventeenth, literally a day later, nineteen eighty eight, Metro Police, well Toronto Police, formed a task force to capture the Scarborough rapist. A day after they heard about this other backyard rape, just so like this motherfucker is ballsy. You're right. He's got balls of steel. Yeah. You know what I mean? To even try to do this shit. June 20th, 1989, attempted to rape the young woman and fought. Uh, the woman actually fought, so. <coughs> be your discretion. Do not vape. Vaping is terrible. I wasn't even you. vaping. I'm just joking. I just I <laughs> and uh, her screams alerted neighbors. Bernardo fled with scratches on his face. I remember distinctly hearing about this. But the thing is, I got one thing to tell you, ladies. And men, if you're being raped by a huge, strong bear or something, like a bear man, <laughs> like a bear gay man, I don't know. I'm a man bear pig. <laughs> but like that, my logic is told this too. Fight as much as you can. Make as much noise as you can. Fight as, like, I'm telling you this. Anyone's no, but it, it's the, it, well, obviously people fucking know No, that. no, but the thing no, is, no, it's but because there's the, there's, that, there's intimidation factor where the hmm. sec, that, that's, that's the first thing that's going to happen to you. Yeah. That's the first thing they're going to make clear is if you make noise, I'm going to kill you. Yes, and the thing is, if you do, you're more likely to scare them off because they're not going to kill you. And if they do, you scream as loud as you can. They're already scared. Maybe they stab you just once. You know what I mean? Then run or off. maybe they fucking kill it's, you. It's honestly, I'm telling you, in cases where people fight back, it is way fucking, um, it is it, you just need to do this. My law teacher was a lawyer, saw a lot of fucked up shit. He said that you need to fight and scream and make as much noise as you fucking possibly can because it will alert somebody around. And I'm telling you, dead serious, any woman that's out there, serious shit, just fucking literally make as much take noise. Take your chances. Yeah, take your chances because it will, will be worth it. I guarantee it. Or like that, that's if, the logic that, though. It's, happened, it's take your yeah. chances. Maybe or, he's a psychopath and he kills you. He's already raping people. Well, His hey, mind's clearly not there. He kills you. You go to a better place in the gates of heaven or the alien universe and then he gets caught or you, Do you get to rape him in the afterlife. Yeah, probably. But you, what, you, if you you have a, what if he liked it? What if he liked it? Yeah, he might be a state of Yeah, this is, this is a tricky So tricky he's, he, you know, he took like two months off, and then in August 15th, 1989, raped a 22-year-old woman. So he went a little older. It's I think it's whoever looked the most vulnerable to him and easy. I feel like easy prey. Bernardo stalked yeah. her. The pre Oh, so he stalked her the previous night outside of her window apartment and waited her for her to arrive home. So this is one where he actually stalked her beforehand and was like, fuck it. Okay, I'm going to just take the chance and break in this bitch's apartment. <laughs> I, I got this. You know? November 21st, 1989. Like, he... It's just crazy how often... Wow. That's what I'm saying. No, raped. wait. What was, the, what was the date before that one? Uh, that was in uh, August, actually. Oh, okay. So, so November took- 21st, 1989. There's Danny's six days old. Really? Billy's brother, just so you guys know. And then, uh, so he, that's crazy. So he, he is taking time off to do whatever Bernardo does in his spare time. Make some chill rap records, like whatever the fuck he does. Make my rap record, bro. So he raped a 15 year old again. His, he likes 15 year olds. Yeah, 15 is a good, it's like you're, you're, you got boobs and you're not strong. Yeah. 
And you got a little hair down, a little tuft down there. But Bernardo saw, she saw her at a bus oh, shelter, six. like always, bus shelter, December 22nd. So a, a literally almost a month later, exact to the date, uh, 1989, raped a 19-year-old woman. We're almost done all the rape shit, sorry, people, but we got to get into this to prove how fucked up this guy like, was. This is a significant the amount, amount of, rapes. of rapes. Like yeah. It's like one rapes, you're already pretty fucked, but like yeah. once you start making it like a... A Thursday evening thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I think it's about 15 to 16 counts at the end of this that he ends up getting convicted 15, for. Convicted for, exactly, mm-hmm. right there. Even yeah. if you're a narcissist, like, yeah. you know at the bottom of your heart, okay, you, he got, what did he get? He got a significant sentence. Yes, yes. But there was parole opportunity after 25 yeah, years. we'll get into that later. I but. know it is later, but right there, I mean, like, you got to have some sort of head on your shoulders where you'd be like, all right, I admit to 16, yeah. even though I did 42. But at this point, enough. I feel like he knows we're looking for him, but he, I think that it is personality and who he is and shit and narcissism and stuff. He thinks that he's like getting away with this. And that's what we'll learn later on that he just is, his like head is well, so we blown heard his up. rap there. Yeah. May 26, 1990. So now we're getting to the 90s, and this is, I think, his last that he was known for, a rape of a 19-year-old woman. His victim's vivid recollection of her attacker enabled the police to create a computer composite portrait, which was released two days later by the police and published in Toronto and in the areas and newspapers all over the area of Toronto, Scarborough, fucking everywhere, Mississauga, around that area. Were, and then it's funny... His friends, when this sketch came out, his friends started fucking joking with him. Like, hey, Paul, that kind of looks like you, buddy. Like, and they literally, there was numerous people that said, hey, bud, that like, that looks like you. And people were getting uncomfortable. There's a bunch of people or even a woman that I think where was at a bank and the deposit sketch was like in the bank on the mm-hmm. bulletin board. And even she saw the resemblance in the dis- uh, depo- the deposit sketch. But uh, c- I keep saying deposit. That's a fucking bank. Composite. <laughs> the composite portrait of the composite sketch. Because it was a portrait they did in a computer. So it's like, this is 1990, man. You know what we got now? We got computers, man. We can make this happen. Like, yeah, you could have gotten away so with we'll, it in the 80s. Uh, but we'll post this on the Strange Brew Podcast uh, group page on Facebook. And uh, maybe I'll put it on the Instagram page, too, and shit. Follow. So you can uh, see what the composite sketch actually look like. And it's like... It, I'll be quiet and see it. Yeah I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll show you after. But it's, it's very interesting. It looked just, just like him. And that people make... The fact that his friends... It. It would, like, honestly, if there was a composite but sketch of you... weren't you bragging to your friends at that? Yeah, like, I... Yeah, it would, You know what I mean? It would if look... If there was I, a composite like, sketch of me, there, I'd be like, that. that's me. Yeah. Like, like there's the, that's nobody else. We, that is we, Billy. You have distinct fe- uh, features. So do I, though. That's a nice so even way if of it saying was I'm me. ugly. No, but even, like, you know, if it was a guy with a beard with blue eyes and short brown hair you know what i mean you'd be like oh and he used to go a little chunky you know i'd be like okay is that tom is that tom oh no if he's a little chunky it's not you (laughs) fuck you you get off that uh ladies and gentlemen i am not that fat whatsoever (laughs) if you want to talk to someone that literally looks like a stick bug you can talk to billy hey i gained like 12 pounds in the past two months have you I'm impressed. Is that because you're not bulimic anymore? No, it's because I'm going to the gym. Thanks. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to be the dad from the Proud Family. I'm working on it. Okay, you ever watch that? Know, I don't know what you're talking about. You never watched the Proud Family? I don't, As a kid? I, what, the Family it's, Channel thing? I don't yeah. remember. The dad could turn sideways and be invisible. Okay. <laughs> sounds so like Paul Bernardo. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so ah! so it's, it's funny though because I think one of his friends did this, or someone that obviously like knew him and hung out with him. July 1990, two months after the police received tips that Bernardo fit the uh, Scarborough rapist composite sketch or composite fucking portrait because it's done by a computer, he was interviewed by two police detectives. Count them two. Count them. From Count May one, to two. September 1990, police submitted more than 130 suspects. You sampled, just said from May. From, from May, May to, to, what? De- to oh, September. To December. Oh, September. September. Oh, wow. Um, more than 130 suspects samples for DNA testing. When they received two reports that there was persons that were see- uh, they were seeking was maybe Bernardo. When the detectives asked Bernardo why he thought he was being investigated for the rapes, he admitted he resembled the composite. He's like, yeah, I, I guess I kind of look like it. But the thing is, when he was doing this, he was being so nonchalant and so yeah. with uh, forthcoming about it. Is that which it, like kind of like he was smart about it. Almost it, seemed but innocent. like he was dumb enough to think. But like you, if you said you didn't want to do the DNA testing, you already look like you're bad. Like you're, they will yeah. go after you. But the fact that he just was forthcoming and said, "I'll do it," and I think that he didn't understand what DNA was going to become in the nineties yeah. and how much it will target you and shit. Like that's well, that's. Uh, you remember the story from the other week with uh, Alan Lejeune oh, that yeah. I told you about? Yes, yeah. That was the first case in history yeah. that DNA was tested, mm-hmm. and that was that was what that was. Uh, if you all watch a true crime, that was early, early mid late eighties. Yeah. If think you it watch was. a lot of true crime shit in the eighties nineties, it's like we can't really trust the DNA. Yeah, they, 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 they weren't sure, but that yeah. was like the first case that they're like, yeah, that's a hundred percent you. We know that's you. Nice. According to the detectives, he was far more than credible than the other suspects. Bernard was released the next day. When Carlo Mocha worked at the pet shop two years earlier, Homoka befriended a 15-year-old she girl. At a pet shop too. Yeah, I know. She was, I told you, she's like, oh, yeah, the fucking animals. She befriended a 15-year-old girl, and on June 7th, 1991, Homoka invited. So, like, now we've dived into his past, we dive into her past. So, we, t- we went into her past, we went into his past, now we're bringing the two together. And that's where we're going to start on now is their crimes together as a fucked up couple. Here we go. When she was working at that pet shop, like we mentioned, Hamoka invited this girl. Then She's only known as Jane Doe in the trials because she was someone who wasn't murdered. But uh, <laughs> she invited her out for a girl's night out. And uh, Hamoka's 17, 18, I would say at the time. And after an evening of shopping and dining, Homoka drugged Jane Doe with alcohol laced with halicin. When the girl lost consciousness, Homoka called Bernardo and told him that he had a surprise wedding gift was ready. And I thought that they weren't married yet, but they might have been by this time. I'm trying to think when they, because they had a dream wedding and it actually sent Paul something. It was like the happiest time of his life. She's like, hey, Paul. I got a wedding present for you, baby. And it's like, what is it, baby? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, that sounds awesome. It's a girl you can rape, buddy. Like that's it's fun. a girl. It's a girl. You got me a girl. <laughs> <laughs> they undressed Jane Doe, and Bernardo videotaped Moko raping the girl before he penetrated her vaginally and anally. I'm wow, telling you, we're about to get into up fucking yeah. yeah. We're about to get into X-rayed shit in the next. Uh, this is gonna be all the. It makes it so much worse when it's a couple doing yeah, it. Yeah, like, why know. does that add so much? Because she's giving her a little cunnilingus too at the time. A cunnilingus? Do they got dildos? Cunnilingus means you lick vagina. I understand. 
Oh, I don't know if they have dildos. I, I just play. asked if they had dildos. Do you want me to go into extreme detail? Do they know. have it? She used to were know you what's there? disgusting. You said you were there for the other one. Were you there for this yeah, one? Yeah, uh, it was disgusting. She used to call his penis, uh, what she called, like snuggles or something. It was something <laughs> fucked up. She's like, uh, wrinkles. Yeah, when I read the transcript, she's like, you penetrate her with snuggles. And it was like, man, do you have to fucking say it like that? <laughs> it's it's really fucked up. It's a dick. So they undressed uh, Jane Doe because they couldn't obviously say her name because she was an underage victim and she wasn't dead. The next morning, Jane Doe was nauseated and she thought that her vomiting was just from drinking alcohol for the first time and did not realize she had been sexually assaulted. Oh my god. Till years later and this fucked this girl's head up. That's fucked up. I man. know. By 1990, Bernardo was spending long periods of time in the Mocha families who liked him, although he was engaged to Carla. So this is not when they're married yet, so obviously they're talking about marriage. So, but he flirted with her younger sister, Tammy. Bernardo had not told them that he had lost his job as an accountant and was now smuggling cigarettes across the fucking Canadian border into the States. Was that lucrative? Yeah, he actually made a decent amount of money where so he actually could rent really? a house out. He was smuggling cigarettes from the States into Canada. Really? Yeah, yeah, legit. That's a shit. Oh, you mean like from the reserves and stuff? I would think... Uh, well, no, I think... I'm trying to think. I'm trying do you guys, to... Do you guys in the States have cheap smokes, like a reserve? Do they have yeah, reserves yes, in the they States? Do. They would have cheaper cigarettes, I would think. I think... I'm trying my, to th- my history's a little shoddy. My, like, well, was the reserve thing... Like, yeah, yes. Where the Indians take over all of North America? Native... Oh, that's natives. what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, Americans still call them Indians, and they're definitely natives. Yeah, but they, they have land. their own land in the States, too, right? Yeah, no, yes. They have reserves in the States, but I don't think it's the way that Canada has them. Because, like, that's the only way you get cheaper cigarettes. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, and that's in the thing is I can't I like for like I'm sorry for this that I fucked this, but I can't remember if he was taking cigarettes to the states or back from the states. I think it was from the states into I was Canada. Say, cause state, yeah, states smokes or, I'm pretty sure are much cheaper. Than yeah, those, and I think that was the case. And he was making decent enough money. Oh. He was smuggling ciggies, man. It's like you're not even smuggling like even the cops even caught heroin. you. You'd be like, okay, you got. I just smoke. You a got lot. some cigarettes, eh, but okay, I'm not doing that. that's a terrible Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a good one. Good. Hey, buddy, you want to come down and cross the Canadian border? <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give it a go. Buddy, come on. Like, you got some smokes here. You, you, did you? No, I, okay, I do Italian. Italian. I do Italian. Hold on. You got to give me a. Okay. Let's cheers to that there, bud. And fucking come here and we'll fill up a pump at the gas station. No charge. Don't worry. Okay, now you went into something Now else. I'm Mexican. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I anymore. I told you. That's why I fucked up. I was up with a good. There's a sentence. Hey, buddy, why don't you come down to the border and you get some cigarettes? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Robot. He, so he, he became obsessed with Tammy because she. She was the fucking virgin. He was peering into her windows and entering her room to masturbate while she slept, which is creepy. He's like, yeah, sleep there, little fucking bitch. Bill Bird, that yeah. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> That's creepy. The fact that he like would sneak it, like open her room and then watch her and jerk off. Is like it just shows how much balls he has, and is like oh, I own this shit. This yeah, is my this, shit. This is like this whole world is mine. Homoka helped Bernardo by breaking into the windows in her sister's rooms, allowing him access. So she oh, shit. she will claim that she wasn't as part of this as much as she was, and she was a battered woman, but. I think she enjoyed and fulfilled into his fantasies as much as he was interested in. Yeah, that's in a, July, that's a fun couple there. He took. Tammy across the border to get beer for a party. Do it cheaper, I guess. Bernardo later told his fiance, Carla, that they got drunk 
and began making out. Because she actually, like, Tammy, uh, Tammy Lee, I think her name was Tammy Lee? Oh, well, Tammy, Tammy Omoka did like Bernardo. She was, like, she, like, she, Carl often said she, like, in the transcripts, it's disgusting. And, like, I don't think anyone should be reading this shit, but I don't know why I did. But I only read today because I found <laughs> them. But it was, like, she was, like, uh, she's, like, you know that Tammy, like, that she loved you and you were her favorite and all that shit. And, like, it's, I'm not going to get into any details of the transcript because it is fucked up in the way she's pretty much, like, sucking him off, talking about what is about to happen. And the entire scrunch was, like, well, Bernardo is still going and still hasn't climaxed. And, like, the whole time it's saying how she's doing all this shit and he's still not climaxing because he's not... He he's needs, not in control. He, no, but, yeah. Or he's he, not dominating. Yes, exactly. Because she's into it. According to Bernardo's testimony to at the trial, Hamoka laced the spaghetti sauce with crushed up Valium she had <laughs> stolen from her employee at the Martindale Animal Clinic. She served it to her sister, who soon became lost in consciousness. There's conflicting stories... Of this because I think that they actually did this. Okay, I, I got this wrong. So they Bernardo then raped Tammy while Carla watched. Okay, and so they gave her volume to make her unconscious. So he had his first attempt at it, I guess. And I don't think it went all the way through. Uh, but it ended up coming where like uh, yeah. So I think it was maybe. I'm trying to think. I think it was like, I don't think he got all the way. I think he was just fondling her and shit. Because six months before their 1991 wedding, Homolka stole an anesthetic agent, Halothane, from the the clinic on December 23rd, 1990. Homolka and Bernardo administered sleeping pills to the 15-year-old in a rum and eggnog cocktail. So they're like, after, like, they had a little Christmas party. Yeah. And then they brought her down to the rec room. And they're all having drinks and stuff. And obviously your sister... and I'm the here's wiser. Drink, yeah. yeah, here's a drink. Eggnog and fucking rum. Delicious, man. Like, fucking, that's me and Mitch's drink. We love that no, shit. I can do one or two. I love my eggnog. When Tammy lost consciousness, Hamoka and Bernardo undressed her, and uh, Carla applied the halothane-soaked cloth to her sister's nose and mouth. So they almost did it. Just to make sure. Yeah, like, yeah. And it, it, which, when I was reading through this, too, that they, they, they did all these, they did a bunch of pills, and then... They also did the Halothane, which that's what was their fucking downfall, kind of, I guess, in some sense. Why is that? And um, shout out Luke Goodbrand. I love you, bud. I hope you're listening. But uh, a guy out east, I used to know, he's like, you know, I was going to go for Halloween one year. And he's like, I was just going to dress normal, like jeans and the shirt. I was just going to have a... A soaked rag hanging out at the back of my pocket, and he's like, "I was gonna meet Paul Bernardo." And I was like, <laughs> "You're fucking sick, dude. That's not a good fucking Halloween fucking shit." <laughs> but the thing is, Homoka wanted to give Tammy's virginity to Bernardo for Christmas because it's something that Carla could never give Paul. Is yeah. actually her legit virginity. <sighs> so it's fucked because they're in. So why? No, you didn't answer my question. Uh, why was the? Why because was the they wanted to make sure. They, with the the halothane and like doing the yeah, fuck yeah. it, they want to make sure she was out, so she so never remembered. So why was that a downfall? Oh, because technically find she out. doesn't know that no, she lost her virginity. No, you'll, you'll oh, find okay. out. But this All is crazy. Right. So this whole time, they they took Jane Doe. To this house, yeah. They took her sister, and this is all in Carla Hamoka's parents' house. 
Wow. That Paul was staying at. That's some good parents. With Tammy's... Well, they didn't know. They had oh, no fucking I mean. clue. Fucking know. With Tammy's parents sleeping upstairs, they thought, like, you know, my like my older daughter and her husband, they got her fucking fiance, I guess. Yeah, they're they, hanging out. And now they got it, you know. They videotaped themselves raping her in the basement. Anally, vaginally, it was fucked. And then Tammy began, began to vomit. They tried to revive her, and they called 911 after hiding the evidence, dressing Tammy and moving her into the bedroom. A few hours later, Tammy was pronounced dead in St. Catherine's General Hospital, literally where I was born, without <laughs> reg- uh, regaining consciousness. Wow, shit. Yeah, and it's, uh, so the, what I was going to say while their downfall, like, and it's it's curious of what was on the rag, because Halothane shouldn't have done this, but despite their behavior, vacuuming, washing the laundry in the middle of the night, and despite a chemical burn on Tammy's face, the regional uh, municipal police of Niagara Corner and Hamolka's family accepted Pabinara's and Carla's fucking version of events. She had a big red burn stain on the side of her face. So something clearly happened. So yeah. and even the detectives and analysts said that they they don't know why Halothane would have done that. So it could have been say it was like a bleach was on the rag and then she just soaked it with Halothane plus the bleach to her face. Oh. And what they said was when they were trying to revive her, uh, that her which is doesn't make sense. It says they said that her face would fucking was scraping against um, the carpet. Which made that burn mark on her face, like a chemical burn mark. But yet, huh. why are you reviving someone on their stomach? They should be on their back. Uh, maybe they're just dumb. They don't quite know. It's like, okay, the lungs are in the back of the body, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like, push, 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 <laughs> push, push. And I've had that done to myself, like, and it fucking hurts. And the fact that, like, that, like, even, I don't know why anyone bought that version of events, but hey. Hey, you guys. A very Brady podcast. Join host Tack Van Sickle and his guest each week as they hilariously dissect the iconic TV show The Brady Bunch, one episode at a time. He was so creepy though. Like I was like, <laughs> no. he's like, I guarantee you, if they could have really done the show the way they want to do it, like he was gonna have a cup to the door listening in that night. <laughs> in their room. A look back at a simpler time where everything was groovy. <laughs> so her kids almost wrecked their marriage. Her employee shames her and she like thanks both of them. It's awesome. So grab your potato sack and head out to the backyard for some fun. She's in her own room. Like, what did we like, tell what? her about sleeping? <laughs> like they went and got the entire family for dad to pick her up and put her in her bed two feet away from the desk. And obviously before they did that, they also said, family, go get your bathrobes. Everyone needs to be in a bathroom. <laughs> A Very Brady Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are available. They have some compromising pictures of Alice that they could have used uh, to blackmail her and keep her there. Um, I've seen those pictures, and Alice is hotter than you think. I'm going to just put that out there and say it. Uh, That blue dress doesn't do justice? uh, No, it does. For, For me, that blue dress does everything. Far out. You're a bad man, Tack. You're a bad human. There's a lot of weird in this show.
right? Promo from our fucking fourth hand episodes. Let's get oh. right back into this. So we're talking about that and like the whole and it, if you I can't post this on any of the pages because it will get taken down. But if you look up Tammy Hamoka, you will see the autopsy photos of her face of the. Eh, give the, it a try. Post it. If it gets taken down, I guess it will definitely get taken down. If it does, whatever. Down. Just see how long it lasts. Um, but it's this the she she looks fucked up. Like it's so, pretty it bad. looks something it's that really was around bad. her mouth, and then it looks like there is red marks all over her face. It's bad. The, so the, the creepy thing is Bernardo Homoka uh, would actually like they videotape themselves all the time, but they would videotape themselves and they would videotape Carla wearing Tammy's clothes and pretending to be her. They moved out of the uh, Homoka house to be uh, rent a house in Port Deluzi in a bungalow to allow uh, Homoka's parents to grieve. But they okay. actually asked Bernardo to leave and he was pissed about it. Like, and they obviously maybe saw something weird was up, or I, I don't know, but he was actually, like, fucking furious and said, I will never fucking come back here and shit. Well, yeah, when you get kicked out like that, that pissed me off, too. Yeah, and then they, they wanted their own time to grieve and shit, but, like, after this, and in the transcripts, it talks about this shit, too, is that, like... She is like she has a present for him. She's like, I have a present for you, Paul. And then she yeah. opens his bag, and it's fucking her sister's panties and and her bra, and she wears it after they've already fucking oh, killed her. Fuck. Yeah. So she's that sadistic. That's fucked. So the early morning on June fifteenth, nineteen ninety one. I know. See, and that's just it shows that she does have a hand in it. Where she, yeah, maybe no, she, she's full. No, she, she wants to. She wants to please him. Mm-hmm. And if you read the transcript. She calls him the king. I give you with the king. The king should uh, be treated like a king. All this shit that is like di- like extremely disturbing. Early mornings Jesus. on June 15, 1991, Bernardo um, detoured through Burlington to steal license plates and found Leslie Mahaffey. This is when we're getting the real murders and what's actually convicted him, really. The 14-year-old had missed her curfew after attending a friend's wake fucking fuck she's at a friend's fucking funeral so i miss curfew and was Sorry. locked out of her house bernardo left oh his my car God. yeah and bernardo left his car and approached mahaffey saying that he wanted to break into the neighbor's house unfazed that which is crazy he's like hey hey what's going on like uh, i see you're locked out like you know what you i want to f- fuck up the neighbor <laughs> yeah you i kind of want to break into this house like are you down I know I just met you, but, like, you know, this is crazy fun times, man. It's the 90s. It's the 90s. You know, you want to go break someone's house? She asked asked him if he had any cigarettes. Of course he did. He's a fucking smuggler. (laughs) He smuggles those ciggy butts. I got a couple. I have a few, I think. Yeah, he goes in the back of his car, and there's fucking cartons upon cartons of cartons. (laughs) He's like, literally, have you? You want want some Marlboros? Yeah, what do you want? I'm pretty much a story here right now. Camels. Uh, Yeah, you want some camels? Yeah, camels. Coolest fucking cancer-ridden fucking uh, camel ever <laughs> when bernardo left her to uh left a uh, letter to his car he blindfolded her and forced her in the car come here bitch fucking i can't it's hard to be like i'm gonna joke around because we have to it's fucked up uh drove her to the port de house and informed carla they had a victim and i don't think he would have said it that way i think he would have been like oh baby i, I got i got something in the i car. got a present i got something in the car uh, in, Bernard- the car. <laughs> in the car Bernardo and Homoka videotaped themselves Torturing and sexually abusing Mahaffey And her obviously family Is fucked over this like, and will never be the same When they were listening to Bob Marley And David Bowie That's great things to listen to while you rape somebody <laughs> no, I think, Fuck I can't even I don't shot even wanna... the sheriff <laughs> 
<laughs> but even like, uh, oh don't God. worry, be happy. Be and it's rapey. like, ah, my God, stop it. Like, uh, sorry, that's bad. But like, yeah, like, no, seriously though, like that's a fucked up. It is. Like, and I, David I Bowie played like something heavy. Yeah. If you're going to play core. Yeah. Uh, David Bowie is very into the cult. Maybe we'll dive in in one day, but he's a fucked up Bowie? fucker. Yeah. I like Bowie. Um, you want to hear something quick? Just a side shot. Uh, Bowie side shot. lived off of David Bowie lived off of cocaine, green peppers, and milk for an entire year. Dead serious. No way. Dead serious. 100%. Ew, milk and Coke? Milk and green peppers no, and cocaine. No, the gr- green peppers are fine, but milk? Crunchy? Mil- Crunchy? Milk with Coke? Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Crunchy peppers, I know. He's like dipping his fucking peppers into the milk. Okay, we gotta have some fun on this. Um, at one point, Bruno said... You're doing a good job, Leslie. A damn good a job. A damn good job. Adding, the next two hours are going to be determined by what you do right now. You're scoring perfect. Which is like, sounds how fucked up he that is. is. Oh and my that God. He says later on that he never had intention of actually killing anyone, that it, he wanted sex slaves. And he did uh, say to Carla at one point that he wanted to um, make a house so they could he could have sex victims in it. So they could go there, yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. And have a sealed basement. Just with, like a dungeon, yeah. yeah. Dungeon. And one day we maybe get into like sex dungeon kind rah, of shit. Cause rah, like the dungeon dragon. dragon yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of shit that comes with that. Because there is a lot of like, um, yeah, that German fuck. We'll get into shit later on. That but German there, fuck. No, there's 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 a guy with the Hitler? fuck. Is, uh, Joseph Fritzel. Oh my god. I think I Joseph know. Fritzel yeah. was fucking German. He like raised his own kids to be sex objects, essentially. That's a whole yeah. different thing. On another segment Jesus. of the tape, played at Bernard's trial, the assault escalated. Mahaffey cried out in pain and begged Bernard to stop. So saying, this is like not for kids. In the crown description of the scene, he was sodomizing her. That's it's more sodomization is more towards anal sex. Don't fucking start this it argument is. again. It doesn't matter what it is. Sodomy is anal and oral. Okay. That is the definition of that yeah, word. Okay. Well, her hands <laughs> were bound in twine. But that's what the thing is like what we didn't really get into with the rapes too, is that he did he would tie their hands up and legs and leave well, them you there. Assume that's how yeah. you well, how you end it? What are you just assume. gonna leave them like that? Like they fucking call yeah. somebody or tell somebody right away. You gotta tie them up so you can get away. At yeah, least. he did do that with a lot of victims, which they don't really point out a lot of things. But that's what he did. Maffey later told Bernardo that her blindfold seemed to be slipping, which signaled the possibility that she could identify her attackers if she did live. The following day, Bernardo claimed that Homoka fed her uh, lethal dose of halicin, so not halothane. She was getting all these chemicals that she didn't know how to fucking... It's like, it's animal tranquilizer. Okay. That's what these are. So it's like she's getting high on Special K, and they're trying to fucking... But it's, she's not doing it appropriate dosage. She wouldn't fucking know the dosage. That's why it's lethal. She's fucking stupid, even though she's supposed to be smart. Homoka and then... She's Bern- supposed to be smart. Homoka and, uh, claimed that Bernardo strangled her. They put Mahaffey's body in their basement. And the day after that, the Homoka family had dinner Ooh. at their house. So they're having dinner... At the same time, this bitch's body is in the basement of their house now. Oh, Paul Bernardo you you it smells good. <laughs> fajitas? Yeah. And, fajitas? And the fact that, like, they were renting this house. They didn't own it. 
They were renting it. The landlord comes over. It's like, yeah, you guys are good. I like you. You're, you're a good, fun couple. You're young, good looking. Yeah, you guys are fun. You're young, good looking. <laughs> oh, it's the, fun. No, you're you're, you're uh, white. It's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, especially that. And uh, which is kind of crazy. So after the mochas and the remaining daughter, Lori, left, I wonder, like, I don't know actually how old because uh, Homoka is the oldest daughter. And he was infatuated by Tammy, maybe because she was the younger one. But I wonder how old Lori was and how if she was like, you know, in the 16, 17. What didn't Bernardo go for her? Maybe she was the chut, the ugly one of the family. You know, I don't I'm know. not sure. But Bernardo and Homoka decided uh, the best way to dispose the body would be to dismember Mahaffey and encase each part in uh, the remains in cement. And Bernardo said it took him five hours to dismember Leslie Mahaffey's body. Oh my god! Five fucking hours. That's a long time. That's to more fucking... than half my fucking shift. Like that's fucking crazy. Like my work shift. Well, it would, that's a that's a hard job, man. Sitting there, like, <clears throat> and the thing is, this I, he he must have been in it, like into it in some form that he like could do this and not be throwing up and like there's no evidence that he was like, <clears throat> well, there's but, no evidence he's not yeah. either. Though, but the thing is, I just think that like. Uh, maybe you expected this, or it was actually well, this is the eventually, next. Yeah, yeah. This is the next. Uh, the that, next step. This is the next tier on the ladder. He's climbing yeah. that ladder, and he's just he's getting like, I there. I want to be the most fucked up person in the world. I'm and the thing there. is, at the time too, going into the nineties, where serial killers were so prevalent during the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. he was probably turned on by reading these stories. And yeah. According to Carla, he like n- like would always he knew about what girls were going missing and what, and that's why. There is question about if there's other people that are dead or girls that were raped that he definitely, you know. He's got it like. uh, You don't know what he didn't do. I'm pretty sure he would have killed because I seem like not even I don't even say kill, but I would say rape or maybe push to a point where maybe he almost killed someone. Yeah, or even accidentally. The thing is, if they didn't bring it up, and he would be the type of serial killer that wouldn't admit to it all, I believe. And we'll get into when we play some of his interview uh, soon. Is that earlier? But no, but like I'm just saying that. Yeah, he's narcissistic, and he would maybe want to be like, but I think he he is smart enough to be like, I'm not going to. Admit That's what to I everything. was saying. Okay, well, that my is bad. exactly what I my said bad. earlier. I said I at least get parole after 25 years right now, and it's fucked because I know family members that have heard about this were like around. My parents were like, a, we were like living you know in that I've city. I've talked to a few people this week and just asked if they had if they yeah. no no one's ever heard of. Uh, see, you're too. obviously young. I've talked to some ladies at work that are older, and they all heard about it and knew about it. And one of the ladies I work with, like, has uh, she was in college in the time in Quebec and stuff. Um, and that th- I think she said in Toronto, uh, like, but I, I can't remember forbidden, but like that she said that there was like even her friend thought that um, something may have happened, and they but oh, they shit. don't think that it that actually was. They think it actually was her brother doing this. I think that's what she said. But that she would say like that. Her oh, brother no. doing what? Like uh, hurting her, bruising her. Oh, yeah, okay. like just the yeah bad things, oh, <laughs> bad things. Uh, but so Bernardo brought a dozen bags of cement at a, bought a dozen bags of cement at a hardware store the following day. He kept the receipts, which were damning in his trial. This motherfucker kept way too much evidence. If you were gonna fucking have tapes of all these people you killed well, and murdered, you want to watch them later. Put him, yeah, but put him in a fucking lockbox in the backyard, bury them for three years, then go back to them. If that's what you want to do, sure. Probably to watch them every day. He probably did because. When we'll get into this, when the trial and they were playing these videotapes, he yeah. 
kind of hinted at play them again because he wanted to live in his fantasy. And that's what serial killers do. They live inside that fucking moment. And I want to, well, we, this is the beginning of us digging deep now into more serial killers. And because I definitely want to do this more often and get more into true crime shit. And we're going to do different serial killers than anybody else has touched upon. I want to yeah, do that. That's... I want to do something different. That's what we did this to start off because I want to do something that is like true to me and what I fucking grew and up around. local too. Yeah, yeah very local. local for us. That's for fucking sure. Bernardo used his grandfather's uh, circular saw to dismember Mahaffey. Bernardo and... Oh, that's Hom- fun. Yeah. You know how long that would take, man? Circular saw is like an electric saw. That's what he's getting at, but like probably not Still that take long a if lot, it's electric. But okay, five I'm hours. Like, so I got my like the leg. You would well, I think no, but cut leg, yeah. leg, uh, arm, arm, head. Which the head would be the most fucking disturbing thing yeah, to cut off, honestly. And like I can put myself. And then even in some after shoes. that, you might have to cut the torso in half. Yeah, you know, and he at least he the used, leg of the kneecap. Yeah, yeah it's, knee, it's the, knee. Yeah, thigh, thigh, ankles, elbows. Yeah, shoulders. Yeah, at the beginning of this podcast, in the very first episode, if you listen to it, we talked about these feet being washed upon shore that were, like, severed. Yeah, well, they, so, they, they don't fit straight. Yeah, and they it's... Because, like, there's a bump. But the thing is, like, man, the time it would fucking take to do all this shit, it's, like, drives my brain bonkers. That's insane. Yeah, five hours just spending, that fucks you up. Yeah, yeah. Even more than you yeah, already yeah, are. Yeah. Bernardo Mocha made a number of tr- uh, trips to the dump, uh, actually, to dump the cement blocks into Lake Gibson... And it's funny. You know what's funny it's about like that? Gibson. Um, it's I think it's it's got to be near Port Dalhousie Never somewhere. Never heard of that. Um, I'll have to look it up, but it's it's not. I think it's the interesting thing is it's really close, very close to where they had their wedding. <laughs> so he They're knew just about, looking over, being like, huh. I can dump a body there. <laughs> so eight. Kilometers, kilometers, eight kilometers, eight kilometers <laughs> south of Port Dalhousie. So it's eight kilometers fucking from Port Dalhousie. So not far. Oh, and at close, one yeah. of those blocks weighed two hundred pounds. So he like he's like I need to make sure no evidence yeah. of this is at all. And it was beyond their ability to sink. Uh, and it laid near the shore. One what do you of the mean? blocks, two hundred pounds. That so would sink. no, but it was they. It were they were too close to the shore where it just kind of was like visible where a boat would hit it. Oh shit! So it laid near the shore where it was found by Michael Ducet and his that. son Michael Jr. You're fucking chauvinistic. Or not chauvinistic. You're one type of character. If you're like I'm Michael. You're Michael Jr. You're my son. You're you're my name. I want. I'm naming you. But I I have said I would love to name my kid Thomas. But Fuck because you, Mike. I'm no because the second my dad I, has I, the me same too. name as me. I I my grandfather was named Thomas. Yeah. And I think his dad was named Thomas. To be I'm fair, correct. my mom my mom did my name, and I feel like a lot of people did yeah. that. Like my dad had no say in that. She's like they had a totally different name. She's like, nope, I named him William. Yeah, that's his name now. Well, uh, <laughs> shout out to. Uh, William Vander, who's in a guy I work with, he named his son after him because his son, I think, will be like the fourth or some shit. Oh, William you're, the fourth, you're like, let's get sick. on a roll. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's let's funny. keep it I rolling. Always, I always call him Will, but like 
it, technically it could be a Billy. Yeah, like I, yeah. he could be Billy. Yeah, and I joke with him like Wait that. Wait a minute, think about it. That's a Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were do- they found the fucking cement blocks while on a, a fishing expedition on June 29th, 1991. But even that, you look at a cement block, what do you think? So I would not think of bodies in there. That is not yeah. the first thought. No, that would come but to that's my mind. they're like, what the fuck is this? That's what they kind of thought. Yeah, and I've been like, I wouldn't but think check second of it. Mahaffey's orthodontist, uh, actually, what like that's what, how they uh, identified her was from her dental records. So if if we ever get into Robert Picton, which is a famous killer in Alberta that fed the bodies to pigs, yes, he got caught by other means, but. If you watch Snatch or any type of fucking movie like that or any like just if you get rid of the fucking teeth, you are pretty good. If you feed your body to pigs and shit, get rid of the fucking teeth. If you're a circle out there and you're listening, fucking take out the teeth. <laughs> Stop you dumb fuck. giving them advice. They need <laughs> so, to be yeah, caught. Take out the teeth, you dumb fuck, because we're definitely getting into Bruce MacArthur sometime soon. His trial still going on, I think. Um, but this was the instrument that was allowed them to identify her was her dental records. But the fact that like, uh, it's just like, it's, it's crazy. It's going for a fucking fishing trip and you find a fucking body and they did massive DNA going through Who every, opened the cement block though? They, That's what the, I want to know. Uh, when then they find him, they obviously realized uh, police opened them up, cracked them open, found that there was Why? body parts. Why would they crack them open? why the fuck is there cement blocks in the middle of a fucking lake? Uh, Big guess. cement blocks. It would make no sense, especially if people are fishing on that lake all the time and then all of a sudden this shows up. It was literally where there, there was a part of the cement block sticking out from the water, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then they were kind of like, what the fuck's this? Like, I come here every day. So huh. it, it took them, uh, I think, over 100 hours to go through every single little piece of cement block. Every single fucking... They chopped it up where it was like like minuscule shit. Wow. In 2015, when Bernardo was interviewed by police, his lawyer, Tony Bryant, according to Bryant, uh, Bernardo said that he was always in, he always intended, like I said, to free the girls he and Homoka had kidnapped. However, when Mahaffey's blindfold fell off, allowing her to see Bernardo's face, Homoka was concerned that Mahaffey would identify Bernardo and report them to the police. So he's trying to blame her, and I yeah, think yeah. it was... Maybe he maybe he told the entire truth and maybe it was. Wait, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it was her that was like, yo, we, we need to cut her off. Bernardo claimed that Homoka planned to murder Mahaffey by injecting an air bubble into her bloodstream, trickling, triggering an... Embolism? Embolism? Emboism? No, embolism. Like you're... That, isn't that mean symbolize? Oh, no, like an embalming kind of shit. Um, no, embolism is like you're symbolizing something, isn't it? No, is it not? Am I wrong? No, no. We're, we're just saying. Pernardo claimed that Homoka planned to murder Mahaffey by injecting an air bubble into your bloodstream. So she, Mahaffey... Les Mahaffey was still alive in their basement. And then they saw that the news was talking about, um, and then, uh, well, I guess, no, but like they were, after the blindfold fell, that's when they started putting, like killing her and then putting her in cement blocks. It was like, uh, he's hinting that she, which could be true. She could have been the one that was like, hey, like she saw your face one way or another, maybe, you know? Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. All right, I'm sparking up a joint for the ending of this shite. But during the school hours of April 16th, 1992, Bernardo Homoka, see, this is when <laughs> they starts to take ahead. And when they start, and the fact is, like, if you think about this in the short term, they 
got together in like 89 and this yep. is 1992 now and they've already fucking killed they've two done people significant yeah in fucking like two three years and that just shows like their dynamic and who they were i believe everything happens for a reason something in this universe had this happen for a reason i don't know what it is but something was going on and something happened Hit that joint because we're a fucking weird, strange brew. Strange brew. The fact that, like, so they're driving around looking for potential victims. As they pass a, ca- pass a Catholic high school in the city's north end, they <coughs> spot a 15-year-old Kristen French walking briskly to to her nearby home. So walking briskly, this bitch is walking fast. <laughs> she fucking moving. So <laughs> they pulled into a parking lot at Grace Lutheran Church, and Homoka got out of the car easier. If you have the female go, Bernardo couldn't have done any of these murders. The rape, sure, he's got the power, but the murders of luring somebody in, a female, you know, a nice female, you would yeah. never think. And it is very rare cases where females are serial killers. It is a fact that more men are serial killers. And when you have women serial killers, they're the ones that are like nurses that like the, the long run. We've talked about that at women serial killers. They're killer the episode. long cons. Yeah, 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 yeah you got it. They uh, they got her out of the car and they she had a map in her hand and was like I need to find this place pretending to need assistance. When a French looked at the map, Bernardo attacked her from behind, brandishing a knife and forced her in the front seat of the car. From the back seat, Homoka controlled the girl by pulling her hair. So she's in the front seat. Bernardo's beside her driving while Homoka's behind her and he's got a probably knife to her. But then Homoka's got the fucking like hair pulling shit and like <laughs> better listen here, bitch. Within 24 hours, the Niagara Region Police Service assembled a team that searched for French and found several witnesses who have seen her abduction from different locations, giving police a fairly clear description. French's shoe was actually left when they took her in the car. The fact that they did this very ballsy, like, I'm going to get away with this. Yeah, not a problem. And a shitload of people saw them take her from a fucking church parking lot. <laughs> like, and like literally. It's good. It's fine. Don't anyways, worry. I think this Don't is like during the right uh, day or early evening, which is fucking nutty to me. Like, the fact that, like, yeah, they would do this shit over well, the... like, well, that's nutty. There's... They clearly don't give a fuck. Over the Easter weekend. Strange so proof. Strange proof. They like, they like, they like holidays. It seems like they celebrate rapes and holidays and shit. So over the Easter weekend, <laughs> it's Christmas. See, it was Christmas, right, yeah. for fucking Tammy, and now it's Easter. So on Easter weekend, Bernardo Homoka videotaped themselves torturing, raping, and sodomizing Kristen French. Jesus. Forcing her to drink large amounts of alcohol and submit to Bernardo. Because, to be honest, if she was, like, half drunk, she would kind of almost disassociate herself from what is happening. Yeah. And you wouldn't really remember it. Well, you, I guess you I, probably would remember it. If but. you got a, I, I hundred percent. If you, if you got a girl blackout drunk, and that's what football players end up doing to women. Most oh my time, god! Is that they end up getting them blackout drunk and then raping them and shit because you have no fucking comprehension. I've been blackout drunk hundred percent where I manage where I remember fragments of nights. Oh not the yeah, whole no, night. I've been here a lot with you when you do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna say I've only ever been blackout like twice in my life, but yeah. So they videotaped her. Hamoka testified it at her trial that Bernardo strangled French for seven minutes while she Jesus. watched, and the thing is. People would be surprised. It takes a long time to strangle somebody. Many serial killers have said this, that it takes a long time to actually strangle someone. 
Like realistically, well, realistically, like what is it? Like most people can only hold their breath, for, uh, but they're going to catch a breath yes, here and there. Yes, yeah. and that's the point is that yeah. you have to go hard. Bernardo said that Homoka beat French with a rubber mallet because she tried to escape, and Kristen French, Kristen French was strangled with a noose around her neck, which secured, which was secured to a hope chest. So you know oh, what a hope shit, chest yeah. is, right? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So huh. I wonder how they were doing it, which sounds sick, but like I wonder how they're like how that pulling ended up her. Happening, yeah. yeah. So they got tied into fucking the hope chest at one side, and then the one fucking ropes around her neck, and then they're like, I don't like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, fine. You're st- or they could have just detached the necklace. And I, I look too much into this shit, but I I want to do ex- extreme details. And that's why I would try not to get two because this would be three hours long if we got into everything that was the fucking, you know, everything. Like, we we pretty much touched a base upon, like, the fact that they're just very yes, evil, evil people. evil people, yeah. Hoboka then went to fix her hair. French's nude body was found on April 13th. So, like, supposedly Hoboka was like, I don't want to be part of this. I'm going to fix my hair and do my makeup <laughs> while you strangle her my to death. Yeah. And so her body was found in a ditch in Burlington in 1992, April 30th, around 45 minutes from St. Catharines, a short distance from the cemetery where Mahaffey is buried. She had been washed we and her in a hair area. was, yeah, yeah. Her hair was cut off. Oh, so, shit. Give so, her a buzz cut quick. Um, I remember looking to this in the law class and I'm, I can't remember exactly. There was a reason why they did it. Yeah. Um, this would be a very long episode if we went into extreme details, but I remember my law teacher like specifically talking about why there's a reason why they cut her hair. So, almost at the end. Shortly after uh, Tammy Hamoka's funeral, her parents left town and Lori visited her grandparents in Mississauga, leaving the house empty. During the weekend on January 12, 1991, Bernardo abducted a girl, took her to his house, raped her while Hamoka watched, and then dropped her off on a deserted road near Lake Gibson. The exact back, yeah, back to that. Isn't lake. that crazy? That's it's like that me, they visit the same spots. Like, that's that, that's what I mean. Killers. Like usually, like. All the serial killers visit this. You we know that we talked to, like they eventually go back, but like it's it's usually that we talked to it, it, that we talked about. Sorry, yeah. Um, so, someone did they, ev- they eventually go back to the same place eventually, but like usually they travel a little bit. It's like yeah. I did it here, and then I did it like a couple hours away, if and I, then I did it a couple hours away from that because yeah. they had fucking brains. Yeah. These two were just like, nah, I'm good. Nah, it's good. And that's his narcissism. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like, significant. Like, I always said I'm a narcissist, but, like, nah, I'm not. No. Not even that, close. Compared to Bernardo, <laughs> like, no, yeah. he's, like, the, one of the biggest. And the fact that, like, that is a kind of crazy thing. And the fact that, like, honestly, obviously, I've been researching this shit since I was a very young kid. Yeah. Is that, like, I always thought, like, what would I do kind of shit? I would, <laughs> if I was going to kill somebody, though, and do anything out of that sorts, you disassociate it and take it far away from yourself as you can. To live your own life, and after, so yeah. yeah, 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 fucking, we're like, oh, we're on like fucking, we're we're beers deep and almost at the end of this. But I just want to get into the fact that like, it's kind of crazy. So it's funny. The last person, not funny. Okay, I gotta stop saying it's funny. <laughs> it's super fucking funny. Uh, but weird. I see funny in the weird. Like I don't want to say funny. Like haha, funny bizarre. Funny like it. That's a funny fucking smell. Like some, <laughs> I'm like, hey, you farted. <laughs> yeah, something's going on. And that like the last person, they actually let go. So maybe like in my head, because we've done this. We're talking about this the whole time. We're drinking. We're smoking. While well, I'm smoking weed, that we're like talking about shit differently. Where I'm trying to think like. 
like, is it that maybe Bernardo was telling the truth and that she was the one that he did? Okay, fuck yeah, he's sick as fuck. And he wanted to just murder and... Clearly, not murder, yeah. Not a murder. Rape and have victims and have sex objects. Yeah. But what, did he actually want to kill somebody? Or is it just that maybe it she was ha- like, hey, the female brain, right? Yeah. Right? We, we got to get rid of her. She saw you. And the guy's like, whatever. Like, she'll be fine. And he's raped so many people and had a composite yeah. sketch of him where he's like, oh, there's my Still DNA. Still good, yeah. Still good. And the fact that it will come to his DNA, this is what will fuck him up, literally, is that DNA will come back around when they fucking learn it. Like, you know, when they get the fucking... The, well, they, they already did it this time. Like, why didn't he get caught last time? Because they, it, took, the it took years. It for, shouldn't have taken that long. The... the um, it's the, 1990s. Uh, no, the Alan Lejeur, the Alan Lejeur yeah. one in the 80s there took weeks. Maybe it's because they went through everyone's semen first or whatever saliva. And then they're like the last well, person it, they expected. I was going to say the Alan Lejeur with the last person they expected. The guy that looks exactly like the deposit Yeah, but sketch. he was super. Okay, so I just want to say, say this. So they ducked this girl, let her go. But Bernardo and Homoka called her January girl. Because they picked her up in January. It's sick. Like, they were both sick, man. You're, you're the girl of the month. You're the flavor of the month. Why it came to a head is Bernardo supposedly beat Carla Homoka with a flashlight, which there is, if you look up her pictures on Google, he beat her supposedly with a fucking flashlight. And she had, like, raccoon eyes. See, there you go. There's her picture. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hit her right in the fucking eye. So that's one of one of her Two picture. direct eye yes. hits with nothing and else. very red. She left for five days then. Her family had to drag her out of the fucking house. Yeah. To get her out of the house because she was beating her. And there is a lot of evidence that does say he was very dominant and was beating her. Yeah. And doing horrific shit. While she was also feeling pressured to obviously partake in this and not had plenty of opportunities to fucking leave and tell either her family, the police, anything and be like, I was a battered woman. I didn't want to be part of this. I acted like this upon the tapes because of that. But the tapes is what got her is what made her look extremely fucking guilty and that she liked it as much as he did. And reading those transcripts. Showed it to me. Yeah, that of she course. was more into it, and the fact that so he she went off, and I'm gonna play a clip right now. Um, if I didn't turn the water tap off completely, he'd hit me. Um, if uh, if I didn't say the right thing, he'd hit me. He held knives to my throat. He told me I'd better watch my back. Um, he said, "Always watch your back with me." Her feet were tied with that electrical. Um, electrical cord that he had used to kill Leslie. Oh and God. there was electrical cord around her neck. I said it was going to get bad. That's fucked up. Yeah, and so, That's super so, fucked. And she's saying all this shit and kind of acting like it was all him, but... Mm, it, 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 was it? Was it, though? Was it, though? Is that what it was? It was all him? No, but, like, she obviously had a part in it. Oh. Oh, but it is disturbing. We've got to make some light of this shit. So, in 2006, oh. Bernardo confessed to at least 10 more sexual assaults dating to March 1986 when he started, including the 1987 assault of the 15-year-old girl that the other man was convicted for, right? Of the assault, and it was served a full sentence for it. And uh, this fucking dude that took the blame for Bernardo, remember? Like, fucking going yeah, in the yeah. room or whatever, yeah. and the mom. Okay, he served a full sentence. 
Yeah, like what was that, 17 years? Yeah. He would have gotten money. And if he didn't, our justice system is fucked. No, no, no. He, he should have been set he, for the, he, his yeah. entire life. So he did 17 years yet. No, he's set for life. For sure he is. And June 25th, 18... Uh, in June 25th, 2008, the Court uh, of Appealed for Ontario overturned, and Carla, yeah, so, like, his uh, appeal overturned, so he ended up getting fucking convicted. Homoka and Bernardo were questioned by police several times in connection with the scrubber rapist investigation and Tammy Homoka's death. Said nothing. And Bernardo stalking other women before the death of French. And on December 1992, the Center of Forensic Science finally began testing DNA samples provided by Bernardo two years earlier. But That's ridiculous. But let me say this, that they were just establishing a forensic evidence lab, and it's Toronto, it's not New York, it's not fucking Texas, that, like, they're doing... It's not fucking Texas. I don't know, I'm saying huge cities and shit, the fact that, like... Toronto's they, a big city, man. The thing is, okay, they, with these rape cases... They were looking at testing uh, DNA samples or something. Yeah, we're Canada. With, no, we don't usually. No, rape. no, but also no with killers. They're only they only know it as was him. an accident. No, but they don't listen. This is what trips me out now. Think about it because now I'm stoned. Think about it. It's like they think only about it. they only know that he's just the Scarborough rapist as far till they get the evidence of the saliva sample and they're like, hey, he's on trial right now for thinking that they, he already, he murdered somebody. Yeah. What do we know about serial killers because they test that shit in the 70s and 80s? It's like, we know that they start small and grow big, right? Yeah. So, they start putting all the fucking dots together but it's the fact that if they had all that evidence and maybe they just got a forensic unit, it's fucking Toronto, it's not like the crazy, it's not crazy to think that they were doing other cases first that were more precedent than doing the Bernardo case. Yeah. So they finally fucking get his saliva and all the shit starts cluing in and then they get to him, right? Which I just thought about, like, and I look those my I don't know. That's too late, man. Like I said, it's with, the, with 90s. the uh, No, it doesn't fucking matter. I already it told does. you. In I the already 80s, told you they the didn't story. Have this shit, Alan Lazure, yes, they did. That was the first case of DNA evidence Did ever. he murder somebody? Yes. He my murdered point. about three my people. My point. But they only knew him as the Scarpa Rapist. So I know, but he's maybe a rapist, this, this, man. This uh, murder by this black guy. That should be this the same. This murder by Whoa, this Mexican guy. Whoa, right now. Whoa, this is oh, fucking weird. Really? Yeah, like, it weird. Deja vu, Whoa. mentioned on the Strange Brew page. This is fucked. This is your life. Your two I've lives are colliding. I've had this exact fucking moment oh with you God. right now. Your lives are colliding. This is fucked. This scares you. I have deja vu all that the time. Was, that was fucked up. Okay, no, we need to get off that. Okay, okay, so, any, <laughs> anyways, is that I think that, like, they would be focused on a crime from this black guy, the crime from this Mexican, the crime from... <laughs> you this, lay off my brethren. I know, but I'm saying that I think brother. that police, especially in the 90s, were douchebag racist even in Toronto and the fact that like, off my brother now charged alright <laughs> okay uh, so the, so he got fucking pinned for his DNA and <laughs> his Dena his Dena <laughs> on December 25th he severely yeah so December 25th he barely uh Severely beat Hamoka on her limbs, head, and face with a flashlight. So it wasn't like, just no, her but face. it was like th- those were two perfect eye uh, shots. Yeah, it was. Bam, bam, nailed. Bam, bam. Uh, dude, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that he hit her in the limbs too. So in a flashlight, especially imagine a cop flashlight. Like, oh, yeah, I want that. Bah, that bah, that, that thing's thick, heavy, man. thick steel. Thick oh, like my fuck. fucking nothing. Yeah, your ex girlfriend used to ride them, right? <laughs> <laughs> But like I, I dated a cop once, and you know what I like the most is his flashlight. <laughs> 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 oh, 
so on February 17th, Metrosexual Assault Squad. Oh, what would that be? Assault Squad. M-S-A- M S A S M A A S. We are the Metrosexual Assault Squad. We're about to band and we're going to expand. We're about to band and we're going to expand. Oh, and the Green Ribbon Task Force. We are the Green Ribbon Task Force. We are about to GRTS or GRTF. Or it could be that 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 goes off the tongue. The GRTF man. Uh, yeah, they could be. They could be. They're probably French. We are the Green Beret. Okay, the Green Beret instead of Green Ribbon. We are the Green. Uh, oh no, it's Green. No, what's even worse? It's the Green Ribbon. That's what I said. Yeah, it was GRTS. The, the Green Ribbon. Ta- I think I said. Or GRTS. I think I said something totally. I think no, I you said, said Ribbon, then you okay. said Green Beret. Oh, and started yeah. talking about French. Okay. Yeah, I okay. am the Green Ribbon Task Force. I am the Green Beret French Bukaki. The Green Berets were fucking. Uh, the, I know the Berets. The fucking the Green Berets. I think it was. I'm not that's, gonna. That's it's a hat, Vietnam man. shit. That's just, a hat. Just, just whatever. Fucking. So the the these fuck de- it. I these don't want detec- anyone fact checking me because I'm not 100. <laughs> percent These detectives arrest Bernardo on several charges and obtain a search warrant. Carla, Mo, uh, Carla and Bernardo were arrested. Carla Hamoka and Bernardo were arrested for the murders of their victims in 1993. A lengthy trial and prison, but Carla got away with a 12 year sentence. She pleaded guilty Poor to manslaughter shit. and claimed. That she was unwilling to comply, that she was a victim. And she, she had that OJ money, is what she yeah. had. She was complying as a victim. I'm a victim. Oh my god, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> yeah. What an accident. All right, so we'll play actually a clip right now of her, and then we're going to play a clip. Uh, we'll get into Bernardo, and then we'll get into Bernardo in prison. How about just before we do that? Why do you vote back? Can we, can we lighten the mood? Okay. Let's, Let's lighten the, the mood. No, it's it's a good it's a good breakup. What time is it? Is, is it time it's, again? Is it, is it that time? It's time for Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact of the day. What the fuck was that? It was good enough. Oh man. You guys listen to our intro? What what's what's our intro? What's one of the first lines? Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Jeffrey Dahmer. We haven't talked about him yet. But you ready for you ready for a fact that Tom doesn't know about Jeffrey Dahmer? I bet I do. How much do you bet? Okay. What was what, how how about I bait you first? Because you're just gonna say yes no matter what. So hey. I'm gonna bait you for it. Hey, no. What was he like in high school? Oh, he was uh he copied people. I I gotta say what your fact is. So you What's get, my fact? I that he I, well they did you can do the Dahmer. What's the Dahmer? Dahmer's acting like a spastic retard running down the halls. I watched the fucking movie. Ah, uh, that's similar. That's not quite my fact though. It's on the same lines. He copied. I'm like, I'm gonna say your fact. He no, copied someone's cerebral policy. Okay, that's fucking hilarious. But oh my <laughs> god, that's <laughs> why did I say that? That's not funny. But fuck, that's funny. I knew funny. a guy with cerebral policy. No, but okay, Jeffrey Dahmer pulled that. He was he was the class clown of yes, all of I high knew school. That. So his entire high school in high school, Jeffrey Dahmer had a hard time fitting in. He's <coughs> like he's a weird looking fucking kid, man. You ever see kid pictures of Jeffrey Dahmer? The kids fucking got huge ass glasses. Sexy. Hey, my dad it looked exactly but, like that. <laughs> well, fucking that sounds about right. Anyways, he built a reputation for pulling pranks on his classmates during things like. Can you read this right now? You want me to read? No, I back? just started <laughs> fucking crying because I'm. <laughs> By making fake epileptic episodes. 
I swear she had cerebral palsy. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. That is horrible. That's such a horrible thing to do. He called the dog. In fact, he became so well known for his antics that pranking pranking a person became known as the high school as doing Doing the Dahmer. Nah, he fucking doesn't know. Neck wrote a song about that in 1993. That phrase has an entirely different meaning nowadays. (laughs) No. If you're doing the Dahmer now, like, that's not, you're not pranking someone. Yeah. (laughs) I did lie when I said that. Neck wrote a song called Doing the Manson. Kind of same concept, but yeah. um, honestly, uh, what is that cutting if, out your if, rib? If uh, no. <laughs> no, like Charles Manson, you dick. I know. I'm you just... have to get into Manson eventually because I love. He's my homeboy, man. Manson, Manson, my homeboy. Which I'm dude. mad you didn't like that movie. Um, I want you to. Uh, well, I just because it's not the stage of events. It doesn't matter. Uh, Hollywood. It's, it's, uh, not, by, it's not exactly. It's, just, it's a movie, man. No, but it's it's Quentin Tarantino's obviously good idea. Why not do it for a bit? I heard a lot of people say just do it like the Manson killings. No, and man. Have some it, it, but up it was movie. so good the way it was. He Whatever. So good. Not to he dispute that. We still have to end this fucking podcast. And We've get been arguing some clips. about that for weeks. Yes, we have <laughs> about that once upon a time in Hollywood movie. Still a good movie. I'm a huge fan of Quentin Tarantino, but he fucking threw the ball on this one. All right, let's fucking start a poll. Okay, we'll find a poll. I'm going to go make a poll. All right, Strange Brew, what did you think about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I'll make a poll. Two hours of boring shit, then the ending was cool, but I, like, the ending, the whole fucking scene was amazing. Except the whole fucking movie was dope. It's like if these hippies would have came into a man's house instead of a pregnant woman with her gay fucking lover and fucking... So good. You don't know the entire story, so shut your mouth. I don't know. Anyway, so to get back into this shit... Motherfuckers, let me. Well, let's get into a clip to play this. The this is a great way to end this. Really the only thing so let's just get into Bernard's interview, interview and then we'll get us getting to know a lot of comments. Let's play the interview. But there wasn't any real extensive discussion. But he talked about like all, all of the, the women that were disappearing. And again, that that was a conversation between uh, investigator Tony Moore with the Toronto Police Service and uh, Carla Hamolka. Does that? Conversation with that something you may recall saying that Carla and her talking about that? Well, you know, she, she went down, but Paul did it. Catchphrase was a trial, Paul did it. It was Paul. And that's, she's continuing right there. She's going, you know, with that. The fact of the matter was, is I didn't pay attention to anything. I didn't even watch the news back then. I was too busy doing other things. I didn't pay attention. Like, the, the, the profile is a serial killer, pays attention to all the news media, this is a narcissistic personality, blah, 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 and all that crap. I don't know anything about this case now. I don't know if this guy did it. I don't really even care. I'm not a prosecutor, you know, do the right thing for society, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he did it. I don't have facts to it, who knows if he did it. And I certainly didn't know about that. So to say that, for me to make, she's alleging that I made a statement, the boyfriend did it. Well, you know, some cases I have followed because I am in jail and I have nothing else to do but watch TV. I had nothing else to do. He's like, he, this sounds like, he, he sounds like he's fucking smug. That he's better than it all. That, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Maybe and, he knows something we don't. No, but she's all. saying that like he even says like something about the Carla show in one of the interviews. How it's like you know it's it's like she's the one that dictates like what happened, but he's telling you a version of a story. But fucking who knows? Only and this happens with only so many. Those two know. Will happen with so many true crime cases we cover. But only fucking they know. So let's get in a little Carla before we end this on a, a clip of where she's doing now. We'll talk about what she's I mean, doing there was now. Another tape happening, that okay? obtained which was her, also a police tape, which is her taking the police on a tour of the house, talking about what happened here and here and here. And she's dressed as a little schoolgirl. Can you answer a question for me? Was any of the furniture damaged as a result of the investigation? 
Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, Can I ask you a question? Can I'm I afraid have, I can't can answer I to you. Can I have that book? My sister wants it. Um, or does that have to stay here? That has to stay here for okay. now, but we can make those arrangements. Okay, thank you. There were two champagne glasses on the dining room table. And we had these really expensive champagne glasses from France, which we never used. He had those out. The two of them had been drinking champagne from those glasses. And I was really mad. This is stupid. The fact that she said that she was mad, and that's something that they cued into in her interviews, is she was mad that one of the girls that Parvenard or she got for him, she was mad that they were drinking and he was drinking with her, flirting with this one of the, I think it was Jane Doe. Special, um, special shame. Yes, classes, and it shows her narcissistic, crazy fucking personality. Well, they were special. Those were special classes. Do you want to hear what happened to her? What happened? Okay. I swear to fuck if she's really well off right now. Yep. So she, uh, we'll play a clip at the end of this, um, maybe just to end it, or we could talk about it after, but we'll see quick. Why the fucking girls always get off um, so easy? So because it's of shit. because of those videotapes, because she told them and she confessed Sorry, about girls. it, um, that she did get off super easy. She served, I think, her full 12-year sentence, um, but she was in a very nice jail, in a woman's jail that was for, like, not like not it, high class. She killers. had literally They're a like fucking the... room like um better than what Al Capone has with this fucking whiskey desk back in the day and everything. He she had like a nice room with a nice bed, not like a male's jail, not even like some female jails in any fucking especially in the states and stuff. Six days in, great show. But the fact that <laughs> um th- she had the nice, nice cell, show. she got off. Like, of all this shit. So, she ends up moving to Quebec, which we'll play a clip Canada's of her. Notorious all right, we'll might as well just play it now. But she ends up, like, marrying. She has her own kids. City News has learned she and, and she ends up having... Playing the goddamn clip song. Right, you're going to be mad Dominic Fazioli tells us why the school didn't do a background check. Carla Hamolka is one of Canada's most notorious criminals. Along with her then-husband, Paul Bernardo, she played a role in the sex killings of two schoolgirls and her 15-year-old sister. Since her release from prison, parents have opposed her presence outside schools, including her children's schools. Last year, there was a backlash in Chateauguay, and now she's facing resistance in Montreal's NDG district. Can I talk to you for a second? No, you can't. Since September, Hamolka has been a regular fixture at Greaves Adventist Academy, a private Christian school. We don't want her there. We don't want her in the school. Lily is a concerned parent at the NDG school. She doesn't want her face shown. She says Hamolka does more than just drop off and pick up her kids. She claims Hamolka occasionally volunteers at the school. Several sources connected with the school say that on March 22nd, Hamolka helped supervise a group of kindergarten students during a field trip to the Montreal Science Centre. How would you feel knowing that your child is interacting with a, with a person who's a serial killer? It's not right. Lily says many parents have spoken to the school principal, but nothing has changed. We spoke with Hamolka. That's crazy. But that's the thing. You know what? Right there. Oh, this is going to set you off on a different topic. Yeah. I'm just going to say this sentence. Don't rebuttal yeah, yeah, yeah. me because we're going to go off. Yeah. If you're Christian, yeah, you no. forgive. I know. and that Are they yeah, yeah. forgiving? No. They're at a Christian fucking school right now. Forgive. It doesn't matter yeah, if, yeah. if she was committed for raping six-year-olds. As long as she... It yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, I agree, fucking I agree. matter. As long as she fucking says, I'm with God and yeah, God will... And then yeah, it's yeah, good. Everything's good. 
So that's how we feel. That's why so I, you fucking fake feel, little fucks. Yeah, I, I will say this. I fucking do label those, myself man. as a Satanist. It's only because it's more of shock value and because I like being against the norm. But also it's like, I'm not an atheist though. A lot of Satanists are atheists, but they don't like using that label. Yeah. They don't believe in anything. I believe in an afterlife. A thousand fucking million percent. There's some, like, I, I don't I've know. Like, enough, I have I have all the moral values hey, of a Christian. We're gonna, we're gonna I just do, don't yeah. believe there's a, like, a God like the Christian. I have all, I, those moral values are Billy, all there with me. Billy, look at me. You're a god, okay? We're well, I literally like, yeah, look, like look, no, look at my eyes, big no, blue eyes. Nobody's got bigger eyes than sh- Billy. Yeah, I know. So ship brown. Oh yeah, ship brown. Ship, ship, ship brown. <laughs> now they're hazel in the in oh, the summer. Ship brown. Well, they're in hazel the in the summer. In the winter, yeah, they go brown. My eyes also slit when I'm fucking around fucking bad people. <laughs> yeah, they turn into a fucking reptilian. <laughs> so that whole thing is like that. That bl- okay? Guess where she is now? Bump, bump, bump. So she speaks. Bum, bum, bum. She speaks fluently French. Where she? Fu- that's how smart she is. She's a fucking high IQ. She has an entire fucking interview in Quebec in French. And uh, doesn't take that long to learn no, another language. No, no, man. but she's fluent, fluent. Yeah, but it doesn't like, take that time. long to learn but I'm another saying, language. She grew up learning it. I showed my girlfriend, and I was listening to it. She's like, "That's not her." And I was like, "Yeah, it is." Look, and she's speaking like legit, fluently French. And so, many so guess can where speak she is? More than one language. Oh, fuck. Honestly, sorry, Quebecians. I know you listen to this, but I'm not a fan of how you treat. Fucking us. So, yeah, you don't <laughs> treat people that speak English very well. They no, say bonjour. Don't. Oh my god. Holy okay, shit. Can I, let me finish my fucking Okay, but please this. don't let me forget about this. Okay, it's I so won't. good. But now she's living in Paris, France. Oh no. And shit. she was with a rich dude. I don't know if she still is, but Fuck she was with shit. some and things it would have been him with the I guarantee you, whoever she's with, he may not fulfill his fantasies, but he kinda gets off yeah. that she's fucking condolingus to fucking child and shit. Like a fucking little girl. Okay, French people, okay. No, dude, did I tell you my new favorite game? Did all the kids? No, there's the Walmart game. We talked about the Walmart game, right? Where you walk in and you act uh, way yes. more excited than the Walmart greeter. Yes, yes. My other favorite game, I just found out when I went back to New Brunswick just the other week. Mm. You walk in, because I know bare minimum French. I know enough to say bonjour. Uh, and I, 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 know, I know the numbers, right? So when I was yeah. pumping gas, I'm like, my new favorite thing is... When I walked in, I pumped like twenty bucks on sank, <laughs> yeah. and I walk in, I'd be like, or on cat, I'd be like, bonjour, uh, whatever the number is, I'm fucking drunk on yeah, cat, yeah. like uh, Vendi on cat, or Vendi cat, yeah, and that's it. all I'd say, and then it. watch how long they speak to me in French. Without them realizing, I don't know oh, French. Oh, out there! If you're I doing was, it, I was just no, laughing. Okay. I was smiling the whole <laughs> okay. time. And then she was playing Eminem behind the counter. I was like, Ah, uh, uh, Slim Shady's uh, Eminem, <laughs> and I pretended like I didn't really know Are English. And real? I, lived, yeah, I, I know one hundred percent. You can okay. ask her, old Billy. Okay. I fucking was okay. laughing my ass okay. off messaging her. It's funny because I gotta, so I gotta say funny. this: if this was in Ontario, you would have. An Arabic or an Indian dude. Yeah, no, like I, not I, native, I don't know. Like I don't know in, any words. An to them. Indian, no, being like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? Do you want to? I can't speak a French. Okay, I'm not gonna say I'm going into a French accent, but the fact that like they would be like a lot of like honestly a lot of Indians and like like Hindus and shit and fucking. But then Arabic, when they when they, they talk, thing is, you just got another language like their no, basic words right man, so when she was talking yeah. i just I, go yeah, Wee, I, know, I know i get Wee, that Wee, fun, fun shit from billy yeah honestly i'm a huge fan 
of fucking Indians from India, man. I've met some of the coolest yes. fucking people. Yeah, honestly, they're, they're fucking I, angry. Honestly, every they're every angry can, people. What, you can say whatever you want. Ooh. I don't think so. No, 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 no. They're they're nice. Can I just get to my point, Billy? They're nice, but they're angry. But I just want to say. I went to a convenience store. Sorry, I, I love you. I know oh, everybody. I went to not uh, you, Tom. No, fuck off. I, I went to convenience stores and like the this Indian <sighs> shit. But this this guy just got one uh, last week when I was about to go hit your place and shit. I'm getting some like stuff and getting some like munchie and shit. And then this guy's like talking to me. And he's like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Oh," and I was wearing this shirt. And I was like, "Oh, I do a podcast." And he's like, "Oh, a podcast, eh?" And some Indian guy, like young kid. And I was like, "I was like, yeah, I'm just getting mixed uh, chase for a mix and shit." Oh, this is the day we went to see. That fuck face, Justin. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. You and did I was not like, bring Max And I was like, bringing mix and shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, we're drinking. He's like, oh, you know what? I've only had one drink, man. And he's like, my boss took me out. And he's like, I had uh, some of that, what is that? Um, I think it's like va- vanilla whiskey. He's, he's like, I had a shower too, man. I was done. And I was like, oh, you're young. I was like, oh, you're young. And he's like, mate, he looked like, I thought he was like 22. And the kid's probably like May 17. And I drank very young and you did too. And I was like, oh, you have lots of years to catch up. And yeah, you'll like, become an alcoholic yeah. soon, but don't right. worry. So to end that on a fun point. We love everybody. I fucking love doing this, and we're going to keep this going. Check out our website, honestly, Fourth Hand. Uh, check out the Fourth Hand page. Uh, we're There's doing so it. many good ways yes. you can connect. No, man. there is. So and honestly, many good uh, ways. We have and like, Twitter at now. this point, you're just being fucking yeah. like, ridiculous. We have Twitter now, so it's Real Strange Brew. At, like, at Real Strange Brew on Twitter. I've never used Twitter in my life. We're just, I never did either. I don't so like I, I, I liked Vinny Paz's Twitter because he would tweet some shit back in the day. Now he doesn't do a shit too much more, but... The fact that too much more, but but I want we're we're doing a lot of shit. Fourth hand's great. They got a lot of new podcasts on there. Um, they, we just got one. I think it's called Stoned Ape. It's a comedian dude that does it. It's they we just got him on the fourth hand. It's fucking sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a comedian dude that does like a podcast. He's just getting into. He's I think he's on episode six. Stoned Ape. It's fucking. I just like. It's actually it. pretty good too. Yeah, right he, off the bat. Yeah, he, Fuck he's you. Go back funny. to our episode six. Yeah. It's not that good. No, but he's a comedian. He's probably used to it. And comedians always get into podcasting. Um, and we just got another one, but check them all out. We have a lot of podcasts in the fourth hand network. You listen to the very Brady, uh, podcast. That one's, I think it's fucking funny. Fuck. It is funny. Yeah. Um, that's I, a good episode. Yeah. Like, We're going to be fuck. shouting out. I promoting. only listen to one or two there. Yeah. And- we're going to be listening and promoting a lot of these different podcasts and like they're going to do the same. So we're going to all collab, but shout out everything. Strange Root podcast. Fucking Strange look us up. We love you. Thank Sorry. God. I just copied Joe Rogan. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like a regular program. Sixty seconds and counting. I'm not spoken like David Icke. Guns loaded with a laser sight. Don't walk alone. It's not safe at night. Serial killers taking lives. Evil villains in a fake disguise. Husband seemed nice till he ate his wife. Nothing seems right in this way of life. Pay the price and have your soul.
Listening to a fourth hand joint.